Welcome to the Dead Taco Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and today I'm joined by Alex and Luke Goff from the Lucas Shirley Show. How's it going, boys? Amazing. Pretty good. Fantastical. And today we've gathered here to talk about the 2019 psychological horror film directed by Veronica Franz and Severina Fiala, The Lodge. So, neither one of you guys had seen this, correct? No. Yep. No. Haven't seen it. <laughs> No, I haven't seen it either. And you hadn't known what it was about? No. Besides, like, the little caption, that's about it. Yeah, whatever the description said. Yeah. Uh, I similarly went into this blind, like, six months ago, I think, the first time I saw it. And, uh, you know, generally, I don't care for these kind of movies. Really? I don't know about you guys. Like, are these your, this this style of horror, is it your cup of tea? Like the psychological aspect? Yeah. I fuck with it. Um... I mean, I don't remember the last time sec- the last psychological movie I watched. If if it's done well, yeah, like I fuck with it. You know what I mean? It can be fucked up because it's such because it's like one of those things that you gotta like you know do it. And, and sometimes if it's a, like a psychological horror, it has a shitty premise. You know what I mean? And that can always that can always you know screw it up. But I don't know. I like this one though. Doesn't say like I don't remember the last one I saw, but after seeing this one, I'm like, I kind of like him because at the end it makes you kind of think. Yeah, it's definitely got, like, a bigger message overall. Yeah. <clears throat> I have a nickname for these kind of horror films. Like, I, I, I'd compare this to, like, uh, the hereditary style. For me, I call these, like, lifetime horror movies. Because not only is it a horror film, there's this, like, added weight of emotion and story. Like, this very heavy feeling of uncomfortableness that the movie puts on you. And um, But the reason that I don't care for them, generally... Is because for these ones you got to really pay attention. You got to look for hidden meanings. You got to look for stuff in the camera shots that aren't necessarily put on the forefront. So like that's the value of like running these movies back as you're like catching shit you didn't catch before. Mm-hmm. And like I said, for me personally, that's a chore. Like um, something I was thinking about is like, what's your guys' ideal horror films? Like, what's your what would you say your like favorite kind of horror film is like is it this slow burning you know suspenseful creepy undertone stuff or what kind of stuff do you guys like um you know what i'm kind of just open to whatever as long as it's not like slow paced where it's like nothing's going on at this point there's literally just dialogue non-stop and as long as it's not that, and as long as it's not just constant, just jump scares, just like just to fuck so a nice it. little spot in the middle. Yeah, somewhere in the middle where it's good dialogue, you know, maybe a few scares here and there, but it's like it's fun, like you you're having a good time watching it. Ah, okay, okay, right. I like these, but I like these as in like it, I like a slow burn, but it better. Like you said, it's it, I like the lifetime like lifetime horror films. You say that because it's like it adds that extra emotion. I like that, but I, I it it can't be too much to where it's like bullshit. Like it's just it's just added in for no reason. Like uh, like in Hereditary when the girl gets her her fa- her fucking head chomped off, and then fucking you see the dude sitting up in the uh, his room. Like I like stuff like that. Like it really like hits in like real life shit. So I like I like these slow burning films are probably my ideal um not particularly this one even though i like this one but i'd say like my ideal horror film would be something like hereditary uh okay okay now see me personally i think uh, i was thinking about this for a while my ideal horror film would be a thriller i like um fast pace i like you to hit me with plot points quick 
the scares, you know, to come frequent, not necessarily jump scares, but just necessarily just that heart pounding, like as much as you can, like an anticipation of what's happening. Whereas this is definitely more of something mellow. Your heart rate's pretty slow the whole time. You're kind of taking it in and it's a buildup, a slow, gradual progression. And, um, yeah, just for me, like I said, it's the chore. Like this movie's only an hour and 14 minutes long, guys. I've got so many fucking notes because <laughs> I had to stop and go, okay, this happened because that means this. Oh, and this scene there was here because of that. So, I mean, I've got a lot of shit to say about this movie. And I was going to actually bring that up too because I, when you, when you finally decided what movie, I was like, all right, I'm going to watch it this, tonight. So I started watching it, got like maybe like 20 minutes into it, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to watch it tomorrow. So I went back, I went to sleep. And then, so I watched it again, and then after I got to the same part, I wa- I realized I didn't notice something. So I'm like, all right, I think I'm going to take my phone out and start writing some notes in case I find <laughs> things that might mean something later on. And I did that for the whole movie. But honestly, I didn't stop that much. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, I got a couple of notes, but I didn't, I didn't think, I, I, I didn't get as much notes as I thought I was going to get. Well, you have to stop, bro, because there's just so much. Like, as I'm looking down, I'm typing this shit. I got my laptop. And I'm typing, and I'm typing, and I'm looking down, and I'm like, oh, I probably fucking missed something else. Go right. back. Uh-huh. One minute. Oh. <laughs> back again. Yeah, if I had a bone to pick with this, it, it would be there. I felt like there was some unnecessary stuff added in. You know what I mean? Like, it, maybe it wasn't unnecessary, and maybe we'll get into that later in the movie when we talk about it. But, like, there was some stuff added in that I was like, I feel like it, it really, there's no reason to put it in there. It just kind of added it, added the, uh, um, I don't know, like the hidden meaning behind it all, if that makes sense. I'm genuinely curious what you're talking about. Like, I mean, we'll get into it, obviously, but off the top of my head, like, I have trouble thinking of that. Well, it it kind of steers you. Oh, I think my thing went out. Is it back? Oh. Yeah, you're good. Okay. No, my, uh, uh, I was like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) It cut me off. Uh, No, I, I think... It kind of was trying to direct you into another direction, you know. what I mean, it was trying yeah, to steer you that. into another direction. That that was that was something that was cool, bro. Like right. they put they. Uh, I did like that part. Yeah. They presented as one thing, <laughs> and by the end of it, it's a whole nother fucking right. like, see, like beast, bro. Yeah, because you think it's something else. You're like, oh, it's this, 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 and then at the end, you're like, oh shit. See now, now that's when I go with you, where I'm like, I like that, but I feel like the they. Or did it a little bit. See, I like I like it, but I still think there was like in, there were subtle things. I'm talking more that was cool, but I'm talking about more there's subtle things that we'll talk about when we when we get into it. Gotcha. That was just like I don't know, it's unnecessary. Look, because when the movie starts, right? Like, um, I'm not gonna get into it yet, but at the beginning of it, like we were saying, it definitely leads you in this one narrative. Like you're like in your head, you're like, okay, it's gonna be this type of movie. I know what it's gonna be, mm-hmm. and then you know when they do the flip, it's kind of like. Oh my god! Oh, that's where we're going. Like for me, that that's the kind of shit that gets my blood pumping, bro. Like I was excited. I was like, "Oh, this is fucking dope." Gotcha. But um, so the director of this movie, Veronica Franz and Severina Fiala, not known people. I don't feel in public, you know, opinion. I don't personally know their names, but I did watch one of their movies one time. It's a it's a foreign film called Goodnight Mommy. You guys familiar with that? No, I haven't seen it. Watch the trailer. You have to watch the movie. It's a fucked up trailer. Uh, that's the one like movie I've seen from these people. It was a solid movie. I definitely could tell that these are the same people that made it. Mm-hmm. Um, to do 
there anything else we need to cover before we go ahead and get into this bad boy? I feel like we summed everything up pretty good. Okay. We should probably say what the movie's about. That might be helpful. Go for it. So I've learned that this, I like doing this thing now where I just have my guests summarize the movie for me. Uh-huh. So give it a go, guys. Whoever wants to go first. What's what? this movie about without spoiling it? Without spoiling it? God, it's kind of hard because there's so many spoils. Yeah, it's kind of like, how it's do you like so. Who is? I guess, I like, guess if, it, if we fuck it up, I'll cut it out. You're uh, fine. Okay, okay. cool. Okay. So basically, there's, uh, you know, family. Their parents are getting divorced. There's a boy and a girl. Mom and dad are getting divorced. The dad says, hey, I'm, you know, I'm getting married to some other chick, right? Mm. And she's all fucking like, you know, she's. you could tell she's pissed off. Um, there's a tragedy. Yeah, there's a tragedy. How about that? Yeah, there we go. There's a tragedy that happens, and uh, and then the whole like kind of the aspect of like watch out who you're bringing to the family aspect come like comes into it mm-hmm. where you don't get like you don't really know like the hidden like dark secrets of someone, and then basically it comes back to haunt them, and it kind of just fucks everything over. Kind of, I guess that's kind of like the easiest way to summarize it without spoiling anything. Right. Yeah, yeah. Admiral job, boys. Admiral job. We're getting there. <laughs> Admiral job. All right. So, like I said, this movie's about a family dealing with a very personal tragedy and also kind of um, going on a vacation. It's a very uncomfortable circumstance. And we kind of see that how that dynamic plays out as they're all forced into this isolated environment. Um. I was just thinking in my head earlier last night. I was thinking, you know, what, like a good uh, comparison for this movie is. It's like a you ever seen that old? It's an old movie with uh, the Olsen twins. You guys know who the Olsen twins are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Yeah, of course. Holy what? shit! <laughs> you never I'm, seen Full House? I'm, I'm more of a. I need to see them than recognize them. They're the most life. famous, like, like little twins, blonde twins yeah. of all time. That's what I'm saying. Like two little white girls. I'm more blonde. of a like. You tell me a name. I'm like. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? You show me a picture, but like, oh, okay, I know who that is. That that that's that's the type of person I am. Did you watch Full House? I've only seen like snippets of it. I've the baby, seen. the baby, the little girl. Yeah, that's the, the Olsen twins switch off and play her. Yeah, that's that's show me, maybe be like, okay, I know who you're talking about. I know. But right now, movie, I'm like, that blows my mind, bro. But then again, you are you're about his age, though, right? There's no excuse for this. Twenty two, you. Uh, we're like the same okay, age. I'm 21. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but then again, they're like, like the original white chicks. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> I mean, like, but did you grow up watching like movies and stuff like that? Huh? Did you grow up watching like movies, shows, stuff like that all the time? No, I didn't really watch it too much, but I knew who they were. It so means in like, general, like, like did you general. watch a lot of shit. Oh yeah, I watch a lot yeah, of shit. See, I'm yeah. the opposite. I didn't, I didn't watch like a lot of things. Oh okay. So that's so kind of like his why. stick, bro. He's not the movie guy, like at I'm all. I'm not the movie oh, guy. Oh okay, so that's why we have him in here. Yeah, I like because it's like me. I didn't grow up doing all that. I don't know if it's because I just never was interested or because, like, growing up my family and all that stuff, we were just did different things. That's why I'm, like, movie knowledge-wise, I'm, like, I don't really if, I don't really know much. Right. Like, I just know what I've seen and what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's, like, I don't know nothing. Right. So that's That like, might be your new, like, fucking tagline. All yeah. my friends. <laughs> Alex, he knows nothing. I know nothing. I know nothing. So tell me. But I know something. <laughs> that's how all my friends are, though. I, I like, d- like, it's rare to find someone, like... Like this guy, who's like me, who like watches movies like, who knows like crazy. Knowledge. Yeah, who yeah. knows his knowledge. And like knows it. Because I got friends that watch movies, but they don't like, they're not like us, but they dig deep into it. You know what I mean? I so, yeah. So, yeah, we got two countries. Which is a good fit for this. But now, so I was saying the Olsen twins, they have this old movie called It Takes Two. 
You remember that one? It's literally are they teenagers or are they they're little kids. Point? It's like when they're foster kids or some shit. Mm, I probably I don't think I've seen it. But no, the whole concept of that is like we hate our fucking step parents. So people out there who like are really big into movies, this is like a rated R version of It Takes Two. <laughs> but anyways, so uh, I feel like we just summed everything up pretty well. So we're gonna go ahead and get into the review of this movie. Um, spoilers are coming, so if you haven't seen this, stop here, go check out the Lodge, and then return. Uh, with that being said, let's fuck up this movie. Where do we start? <laughs> so it starts with this like uh, shot inside of a miniature replica of some place. The the dollhouse, right? It's a dollhouse. Like we, it's. Can you guys? Did you guys tell like right away? Like, oh, this is like a figurine or some shit. No, I thought it was the actual lodge. The, yeah, the first couple sh- like opening shots. I'm like, right, I, it didn't look like it. But then once it started zooming out just a little bit, where it kind of like you can kind of tell like it's like made out of plastic, then I'm like, okay, this is the dollhouse, right? Like and, at uh, first, yeah. and then it like kind of uh, goes to does it show the people in the living room, the little dolls in the living room at this part? I can't remember. In the beginning, it doesn't. It just shows like the the, the layout. Of, yeah, the layout of, of like the wall. Okay, and uh, after that, it's a close up of the Virgin picture frame hanging at the crib and a handgun. Yeah. And so after this, we see a woman, a middle-aged woman, right? Mm-hmm. She's kind of walking around the house looking for her kids. She's doing fucking her makeup in the mirror, getting all dolled up. And uh, she breaks down and starts crying as she's doing her makeup to let us know that there's something, you know, not right beneath the surface. Yeah. And uh, after this, you know, she's driving her two kids. They're through dialogue. We're kind of figuring out, like, oh, this is some type of, like, uh visitation you know uh custody thing mm-hmm. yeah. like exchanging i don't know what they call that i think it's like just dropping off your kids like because because well going towards a little bit more advanced where it they bring up the whole like the worst thing since we already brought it up that's not a spoiler they it's more i guess it's more like dropping off the kids because then they're the i think it's a little girl she's like is she gonna be there yeah yeah, yeah. and they're like they're like like they both look pissed off and she's like, she's retarded. Yeah. <laughs> so that, like, implicates that the it's like, Whoa, that's parents are not team, together, bro. and they have, like, uh, the dad's got a new woman. Yeah. Which, I guess, at that point, the first time I watched it, it didn't hit me. But the second time I was watching it, like, that, that first intro, um, it was like, it hit me where it's like, I could see where the reason why what happens leading up to that was because, like, of what happened, where she really wanted to be with that guy, and the dude just didn't want to be with her anymore. Well, yeah, because they, they're showing it by the fact that this woman's, like, really focused on her looks. Yeah. Like, her goal of going to this mediation is to impress kinda, the dad, I guess. Like win them back a little bit. That's what it felt like. Yeah, that's, you, that's what I got. Did you notice I was Batgirl? The mom was Batgirl from Batman? Alicia Silverstone from Clueless, my guy. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? It was like Batgirl from fucking the Mr. Freeze Batman. Yeah, yeah, she was uh, Batgirl and Batman and Robin with fucking George Clooney, bro. Yeah. I didn't recognize her whatsoever. I had to, like, I think I read about she it, like, after different the fact. She different now. Yeah, I did. I IMDb'd it. I was like, who is that? I was well, like, oh, my again, God. Like, how long ago was that movie? It was, like, tw- 20 years ago? Yeah, dude, that was from, like, yeah. early 2000s, late 90s. Yeah, she yeah. looked good. Oh, yeah, I remember Clueless, too. <laughs> Gorgeous. Yeah. Now she looks it's weird, man. She looks so different. She looks like a mom, bro. Yeah. She looks average. Very attractive, though. Very yeah, attractive mother. Attractive. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, so like you said, when the daughter asks the mom in the car ride, she's like, is she going to be there? Did you hear the part where she whispers under her breath? The daughter does. She goes, 
such a retard. I didn't catch it, bro. I had yeah. to turn on the subtitles because I was like, what the fuck did she say? No, I heard it clearly. I was like, damn, that's 2019. <laughs> was it just me like at that point or like kind of like what you mentioned earlier where was it just me? But there were certain things like they would say like throughout the whole movie, which kind of like you just kind of started busting laughing because like that happened to me a couple times. A little bit. Um, I think, I don't know, I think they play, I like, first off, I like the both of the, the kids as actors. Like, they did a really good job yeah, portraying, yeah. like, shit that little kids say, you know, and especially yeah. when they're getting older like that, so they're saying, like, oh, you know, shit, fucking retard. Yeah, like, shit, some, you of, know. some of the stuff that I, I caught them saying was kind of pretty funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So also we should touch on uh, the kid actors. So the the older one is the boy. The brother, his name's Aiden. He's played by the same kid from uh, It, right? Yeah. yeah the leader like, gave the stutter. That was the only one I recognized because I saw I've seen it. So I'm like, that was the only. Okay, I know where he's. At. Everyone else, I'm like, I don't know who. You the are. daughter, uh, she's not familiar to me. Me neither. Um, and the dad and the, the stepmom is uh, she was in some other shit. I can't think of it. Oh, oh. she was in Mad Max. She was the was chick she? with the uh, the redhead with the goggles. Really oh like. shit! She was in Devil All Time or Devil All Time. You know what I'm talking about? I've never seen that. Never seen it's that. dude. Is you gotta watch that? What's it's it called? Really Devil All the Time. I think. Devil All the Time <laughs> with uh, what's the new what's the new Spider Man? What's his name? Tom Holland. Tom Holland or yeah, Tom Holland. Oh, are you talking about the one that was on uh, Netflix? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that actually. Who yeah, was seeing that? She was the hooker. Ooh. She was the hooker, which is great in this movie. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, she was the hook she was the with the curly headed guy from Lawless and then the yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. he's like pimping it pimping her out or whatever. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't well I IMDB'd this like while I watched it, so I was like, Oh shit, that's who that is. All right, but getting back into this. So after this car ride, you know, she pulls up to the dad's house and his house looked really fucking weird. I just want to point that out. You, you know, guys, that already look regular to you, or is it just weird to me? It looked all futuristic. It, it was one of those houses that, like, you could you can tell like some architect like made it. It looks like a fucking office building, bro. But honestly, it, when I saw it, it reminded me of not my neighbor's house, but like um, a house in my neighborhood. You live on Central, bro. What kind of fucking house? You'd be, no, 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 no. You'd be surprised because there's this one. It's, it's not near, like, too close to my house, but it is in our neighborhood. There is one house that sticks out because it's literally, like, how that house was laid out. It was literally that. But instead of having, the, like, little balconies, it's literally like, just one, like, giant glass. See, it looks like some white dude's vacation house, but it's his regular house. Yeah. Like you have it, that one house that sticks out like that. Yeah. He, it's like that asshole. Because the dad's kind of, I don't know, the dad plays, he just, he, uh, he reminds me he's, of a he, douche. I, I think he's work focused. Yeah, he's for sure. He's workaholic dad. He's very disconnected. Yeah. Yeah, that's a perfect way to say it, very disconnected. Um, But so as they pull up, the mom actually, they she sees old girl in the house, like her silhouette, right? Yeah. Because they, they, the filmmakers, they go out of their way never to show, you know, the dad's girlfriend at this point at the beginning. Yeah. Like, uh, we see her upstairs, and then we see her sneak out through, like, the backyard gate, like, mm-hmm. from the outside. Like, we see the back of her head. And um, so the mom goes inside. She talks to the dad. And she's given news at this point that the dad wants a divorce. Not the uh, information she was hoping for at this point, right? I thought I, no, he mentioned he wanted to finalize it, right? He wants to finalize the divorce because they were already in the process, but maybe they were hoping to work shit out or something. And that's, I think that's what it goes back to what I was saying earlier, where I didn't realize that at first, that 
it looked it seemed and i've been basically watching it again it, it made me realize that it was true that she was trying to like kind of like win him over and like kind of like not do the divorce anymore and kind of get work it back together so she had held out hope that it would work out yeah right which then like i said uh, going more a little forward it made me realize why she did what she did yeah because she goes because as soon as he tells her she pretty much just smiles and she dips immediately doesn't have any more conversation she's out that bitch yeah and then she goes home and um this was really um what's the way to describe it they set this up it was a really good it's another twist Mm-hmm. Because she looks completely fine. She's straightening up the house. Um, she pours herself a glass of wine. She's like straightening up frames and shit. Sitting on a dining room table, just kind of chilling. She grabs her purse. She's kind of muffling with some shit. And then she pulls out her handgun and fucking dome pieces herself. Random as hell. Hey, this part was so gnarly. This is so cool. And there's no like music to for a build up. There's no music after the fact. It's very. It just came out of left field. All all you hear was just the 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 news uh, station going in the background. Yeah, it's like the Weather Channel or some shit. I think it's like they were trying to like go for like uh, just like no one knows type of feel. No, it was pretty shocking. You know, yeah. Like they want it realistic. Like in real life, there's no music. There's no dramatic buildup. It's just, it happens. It just happens. I think that's what they were going for. I mean, honestly, it it really worked because it was just literally out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I, the crazy thing about that is I had to go back because I was like, I gotta watch that again because not because it was like, (laughs) not because it was cool, but like because it, I blinked and then it happened and I was like, "Did it just happen that oh, quick?" Okay. Like, like you said, there's no build up. It no, was just like, it's just a sudden. Yeah, she's just real. She's just she's shaking it off. Okay, well, I'll find a new man. Nope. Boom. She's like, I can't live here no more. Oh, but, it was great. But I did before she did shoot herself. I noticed that she took off her necklace and it, and she put it like on the table and going to the next scene, which which is the funeral. You see, the, you see the little the you see Aiden wearing it. And that's something that throughout the whole movie, he wears the necklace around. Oh, I didn't even catch that. I didn't notice that either. You didn't notice that either? Nice. Nah, but speak. That's I was like, uh, I went, I'm watching it the second time, like, after after that part, I was like, I need to, like, pay attention to, like, small right. things like that. Because mm-hmm. she did take it off, and throughout the whole movie, he's wearing it. You're and like, also in the scene where she shoots herself, there's a cross in the background to show that the family is Catholic, I believe, right? Is that mm-hmm. what that would imply? I think... Christian or Catholic? You know, it's almost the same shit. I I can't really... I couldn't tell which one it was, but I think I'm leaning more towards Christian, but yeah, one of the two. So there's a cross in the background, and religion is definitely a big part at the beginning of this movie. Actually, no, the whole thing. thing, Yeah, the whole thing is the heavy implied. And like you were saying, so the next shot is the family kind of at the funeral. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody's pretty fucked up about it, obviously. And uh, the daughter in particular is going the ham, most ham, right? Yeah. And uh, they end up doing, like, this balloon service, like a balloon ceremony. Mm-hmm. They're all standing in this courtyard, and they all have black balloons. It was a cool visual, by the way. Yeah. Like, them all holding black balloons. Everybody's wearing black. So everybody lets the balloons go, except for the daughter. She decides, she has this, like, doll that's kind of like a replica of the mom, right? Yeah, we didn't, like, mention, we didn't mention earlier that she that she has a doll that literally dresses just like the mom. Like, she literally looks Yeah, it looks like exactly boy. like yeah. her, yeah. So, the daughter ties the doll to this balloon. I think in her head, she's like, you know what, I'm going to send, this doll's going to go up to heaven with my mom or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But the doll's too fucking heavy, bro. And it pulls, when she lets it go, everybody else's balloon goes to the sky, but the daughter's balloon fucking falls to the ground. And then everyone looks at it. And honestly, 
the, like I said, the first time I watched it, I didn't catch that. But the second time I watched it, I was like, I okay. And you I guys understand like the meaning, right? Yeah. Because yeah, right. after that, she picks it up real quick and she's real flustered, and, and she starts getting it. upset and lets it go. Yeah. The next scene is her crying, talking to her dad, and she's yelling out, "Mom can't go to heaven." So I think the balloon was a metaphor for the fact that you know, in Christian or uh, uh, Catholic purgatory. religion. You uh, no, actually, you kill yourself, bro. That's a one-way ticket downstairs. Right. Yeah. You go to hell. Because that, that was losing my first note on that. I was like, like I said, I didn't catch it, and I was like, okay, I see that the, they're trying to apply that, and that's why mm. the next scene she starts crying like she can't go to heaven. Blah yeah. blah. And at that point, I was thinking like, dude, what do you tell your kid at that point? Bro, that's fucking crazy, yeah. like storytelling, dog. Like that's gnarly as fuck. No, yeah, like that really hits home. It's like. Cause like like you said, how do you how do you tell your kid? Cause he's just like she's just like, how do you? Uh, and the acting in that was just like out for the kid. I was like, that's just like, and the dad just sitting there like, oh, because it's like if you're if you're if your family like is heavily believe uh, into like in the religion, and you already know that that happens at that point, how do you comfort your kid? And he tries to go like. Oh no, you don't know. We don't know where you go. Actually, it's like, well, like, well, he was a a doctor or something, right? No, he, was he was an author. A, he was a like a like a therapist, a book psychologist. Book. No, he had to have some type of like therapy thing. I don't know because wasn't he like in a news, working in a newspaper article or something like that? I mean, I think he was a writer, but I mean, I think for him to talk to a girl, maybe I don't know. I think I it's more just like like father instincts of trying to comfort your kids. No, but I mean, I'm saying he had a very practical mentality. Oh, okay. I see, I see what you mean now. So he was kind of like very reality based. Like, we don't know where people actually go. Like, it was very science forward. Mm. Yeah. He wasn't trying to like try to put religion in it. But, but like at that point, how are you? Because she's yeah. right. If you're going to put religion into it, she's right. You're going yeah. to hell. Yeah, right? so that's, so, that's what I was like. What do you tell your kid at that point? Yeah. Who knows, man? Let's hope <laughs> none Never of us are in that oh, situation, God. bro. Dude, honestly. But thinking about that movie too, the whole scenario, I'm like, dude, I really hope I never have to go through this. I hope my marriage is once and that's it. No, yeah, no, no divorce, no nothing like that. Well, and plus, like the guilt that he might have of, or probably has of, like her killing herself. Like right after he said, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm with this other chick." So, it, I, and then your daughter's just screaming, crying, like, dude. Dude, there's... I feel like the dude, the the dad. I feel like he honestly didn't care. But at the same time, though, man, how much of that was his fault? It, I mean, like let's be let's put it as like uh, blatant as we well, can. Well, like on the mom, that's a you problem. Like <laughs> okay, that part, you're like, right. Real shit. No, you are yeah. right. You are right. That it, part, I mean, her emotions got to her, and she ended up doing that. Like, but going to that, going towards the ending of the movie, which I won't get to until we get to that point. I I kind of connected something to it, but I don't know if it if it was just me or like an actual thing that was like represented in it. That goes towards the whole, like, was it his fault or not? Ah, uh, okay. I didn't get that. Because by the end, bro, I'm pretty, like, much, like, visually... I've, like, checked out of all the metaphors. I was just stuck on what right. was happening by the end. At, at first, I kind of weirdly felt like maybe he was kept leading it on. And that's why she was kind of like... But I don't know. I think we kind of know that he was, like, kind of like, hey, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But at the same time, at, fir- at first, I was... That, the reason why I thought that, I was like, maybe he's, like, leading it on. Like, oh, we might get back together or something like that. And that's why she's... But really, it's kind of just her, like, hoping for it, right? Yeah, because, I mean, like, if you're in a marriage and it's not working out, you shouldn't be together. Right. Like, you shouldn't have to be. I mean, some people make it work, 
But at the same time, should you be handcuffed to a person because of the possibility that they're going to take themselves out? And plus, she already knew. Like, she already had, he already had a girl lined up. He's already with someone else. So she knew, like, he's done. We just need the paperwork done. Um, and, like, that's, and that's now she's very, done. That's a very stick situation, to be honest. Thinking about like, like, thinking your significant other is like suicidal, and it's like, if you leave, do you leave with that guilt in case if she does does it? Like, it's your fault. Like, I don't how, do, know. how do you like? How do you leave that if things are working out? You'd probably feel like shit, but at the same time, like you said, it's kind of a you problem because it's like you kind of already were like, "Look, we're divorced." Like it sounds cold, bro, but I mean, how healthy of a marriage could they have had if like she had that capability in her to begin with? Right. right. Like she might have fucking smoked him, bro, at some point. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. It's a it's a it's a sticky situation, which is why we call this lifetime horror. It's very dramatic. A lot of fucking and, and emotional realistic. shit. Very realistic, yeah. I'm sure this happens. Like, oh, it's very grounded in realist uh, realism. Yeah. But so after the funeral, you know, we're at the dad's house. The kids have moved in. Daughter was freaking out. Dad couldn't console her, so the brother comes in and he like holds her hand, and that's supposed to show that their bond is pretty strong. I'm supposing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so then it says six months later we get a title card, and again we're focused on this dollhouse. And uh, it's focused in on the living room of the lodge, we come to find out. And all the figurines are, like, on their knees, like, hands in a prayer around a picture of the Virgin. That's what that portrait is, right, the Virgin? I think so. I thought so. It's not, at least not in the images that I've seen. I feel like it just kind of, like, Was it, like, an angel or something, or...? I don't know, dude. That was really virgin-like. Or a well, no, I'm, just, I'm not saying like or... it's like it's nothing close to it. I'm just saying like the actual like virgin, like it's not. But I I, I don't know if they if they use that like because maybe it's a different like which would symbolize uh, Catholicism because Christians don't believe in saints and shit. So so it's like yeah because like no idols nothing like that. So it's yeah. like I don't know if they were trying to like it's a whole different like type of like angel or something like that or if it's like. This is we just can't use it, so we have to use something similar to it. Because it was kind of like a darker looking, like Virgin Mary, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so and also the camera goes from to the table that's inside this little dollhouse. It's got a turkey on it, which implies we're around Thanksgiving. I'm assuming. Yeah. And so now we have this uh, Thanksgiving dinner between the dad and the two kids, and he's got like turkeys hanging from the fucking ceiling, which I thought was questionable. At first, I was like, are these real turkeys or, like, are they just, like, kind of, like, plastic turkeys? If it's real turkeys, man, that's unsanitary. That's kind of That's weird. disgusting. That's going to be a bad smell in that house. Imagine going to Thanksgiving dinner and just seeing, like, some dude t- or hanging up turkeys. Like that. Raw turkeys? Yeah. Or were they cooked? They were cooked because they were, like, they Whoa. were brown. Were they turkeys or were they, like, plastic? That's, that's what I was like. I don't it- think, because, like, later in the movie, he puts the, like, plastic turkey on his head from the when they watch the old video. Yeah, that, so that's, it might that, be oh, so it's decoration. So that's decoration, what I was like, which is still really weird decoration. Yeah, that's what I was like. Imagine going to like Thanksgiving dinner and you just see some dude like just digging up turkeys like around the house, around the table, around even around the table, or even around the house. Like, what but the still, fuck you doing, bro? Like, <laughs> well, it's a little excessive right now. Mm. 
It's definitely like Luke's kind of people's thing. Yeah, you know? it's. it's uh, I wanted to say it's definitely uh, on the lighter side. You know what I mean? De- they definitely ain't making no greens and grits, dude. They're definitely making some Wonder Bread sandwiches in that household. Not my family, though. My family is not that white. We are not. That white. We're, not like that. <laughs> We're white trash. We're different breed. Okay. There's beer cans all over the back. Yeah, there's bro. beer cans. We actually, and then my southern family make that fried turkey, bro. We're not making that bullshit. Because I do got a side of the family that makes the some pretty tasteless uh, some Thanksgiving. Bland. Yeah, some very bland. The other side, they're a bunch of fat people, so it's like, eh, you know, it's good. It's good. And they're southern, so it makes sense. All right, but so at this uh, dinner, we learned that um, I think the dad had invited the girlfriend but the kids are having none of that shit. At this point, they're as anti-girlfriend as you can possibly get. Because yeah. the dad propositions to him. He's like, hey, kids, wouldn't it be fun if we all went on this, like, vacation to this lodge up in the mountains? And uh, Grace came along. That's his girlfriend's name, Grace. Uh-huh. And uh, the kids are all like, you know what, Dad? Fuck that noise. No. <laughs> because I think at that point it's implied it's like a tradition for them. Yeah, it was like something they had done with their mom or some shit. Yeah. And at that point, they're like, we don't want anything to do with this. Because also, we find out the dad has to work on Christmas. So the the son even says, he's like, so you're going to leave us alone with her. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. And that's that, I think that amplifies it a little more. That he's like, yeah, you know, I don't want to be alone with this chick because I don't like her. Mm-hmm. And the dad kind of leaves unresolved because the son's last words are like, fuck you, dad. Yeah. Another white thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> saying "fuck you" to your you. dad. I hate. You. My mom would have uh, cut my leg off if I said that oh, to yeah. her. I would have got the belt. I'd be like, I wish I was never born. <laughs> Fuck you, dad. And uh, also, I guess Grace shows up for this dinner, but the dad like walks up to walks up to the door, and we see through like a silhouette that he tells her like it's not a good time. Yeah, because after that, it's like probably just go home. So this is another example of them showing us Grace, but not necessarily showing us her face, which is kind of... I thought there was going to be something wrong with her. Yeah, like, they if she was going to have some on. type of deformity. They dragged it on even to where when we do see her, like, they still dragged on not, like, not seeing what she looks like. Right? I yeah. Know, like, after seeing how she looks, like, in the next scene or so, it's like... I don't understand the reason why they were trying to like hide her. I, I think it's because of what we're about to talk about is the video they see they found oh, okay. of her like as a kid. You maybe know what I mean? Why. So I think maybe that's why it has something to do with it. I think maybe it's because they wanted to try to build up Grace, not necessarily as a person. Like if you don't put a face on her, say like she's literally the new girlfriend that fucked up the kids' lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted to represent her as a force rather than an actual person at the beginning, right? Gotcha. That's what I. That's would be my like assumption. Like I don't know for sure, obviously, what they're doing, but that's how I took it. Is they didn't want you to. They didn't want to humanize her at this point yet. They mm-hmm. want us just to think of like what she represents as like the new woman that's fucking up this marriage. Right. I can see that now. Okay, that makes that makes uh, that would make more sense. Now. All right, and you're still trying to put a face to it. Like, what is this bitch look like? Like, well, like it doesn't matter at this point. She... It's like this is what she represents. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. And so after the dinner, the dad's like, all right, I got to go do something. Probably to go bang Grace, hopefully. <laughs> and so while he's gone, the kids sneak into his office um, and they start watching some files he has. And uh, <laughs> it's like it turns out that his new girlfriend was the last surviving member of a cult where everybody committed suicide. There was like 39 of them or some shit. 
And uh, they managed to pull up files of, like, some pastor giving a sermon. He's doing one of those, like, apocalyptic fucking, mm-hmm. you will all soon be with blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And in the next video they pull up, it's of somebody holding, like, a video camera walking down some stairs. It's very creepy. There's people laying down with uh, blankets over their head. And as they pull them back, you see... I'm guessing these people are dead. It's dead bodies. Yeah, because on the, on the article, it said, like, uh, 39 uh, suicides. Mm-hmm. And they all have uh, tape over their mouth with the word sin written on it. So this person looks at a couple different people, and then they walk into a restroom, and the reveal is that it's, well, we don't know this at the time, but it's it's the dad's girlfriend holding uh, the video camera, and she's got tape over her mouth, and it says sin. Because they haven't said yet that this is what, uh, what Grace looks like, right? Mm, right. No, but I think you, I think in the article it was implied that, I don't remember, I think, but I think it was implied that that was her dad. Yeah, it says that's that that's, it says uh, the daughter is the last survivor. Yeah. So her dad was the preacher. Little girl also kind of looked like Grace. Like not to mention I mean, it that was, it was it, her. It was her, but like the actress versus oh, the little I, girl I, I who played young Grace. Right? Yeah. I was like, like looking at her hair color, her eyes. I was like, I no. Was he was saying glance. is I don't think it was an actress. It might have been the same actress. You think so? Yeah, they might have just made her look younger. Look younger, maybe. I don't know, about I don't know because I don't know. Looked, I can't remember. To me, it looked really like I was like. But I will say that there, like there was. Uh, I, I think it was. I think it was the, the little girl. I think it was Mia and the mom. I feel like they actually really did look like, like each other. Yeah. I was like, so they actually got people that kind of like actually like look like each other in a, in a sense. Mm. Trying to say we all look alike. Yeah, Us whites. <laughs> we're all the same. Bro, they were, we're all, all they were all in pilgrim outfits, bro. Everybody <laughs> yeah, looks the same dude, in fucking pilgrim dude, outfits. No kidding. Dude, could you I could not imagine walking in on that ritual. Like, hey, you guys were Oh, howdy neighbor. <laughs> you walk in the door, bro, and they just throw you a fucking robe. Get your robes on, brother Luke. They're like, ah, hey, I'm gonna get the fuck on out of here. I'm not that white. <laughs> Man. I, I might I might come and just join, be like, so what are we like be I the just, casual I'm, guy? Like, all I'm right. Just here for the food. <laughs> That's it. I'm just here for oh, the food. Oh, I don't know if you want any of their food, bro. <laughs> I don't know if you want any of their food. I'm just here for the food uh, after service. Oh, uh, the after service. Yeah. Brother Luke. <laughs> <laughs> So the kids see this fucking video, so that's kind of giving us more of Grace's character, at least the kids' perception of what her character is. So they view her as a psycho, pretty much, from this one thing. Yeah, they're like, I don't know if they knew this before, though. Was it more of just the hate thing, or they kind of already knew, like... I think that they didn't like her to begin with because of the whole, you know messing up the parents' marriage in their minds. Yeah. But I think they might have already knew that she was, like, uh, part of this dude's work. Because the dad wrote a book about it, right? Mm-hmm. I, I still have no idea what the fuck the dad did. I think he... he I think he was... Like I said, I think it was in maybe a news article because that, that one file that they brought up was... It looked like a news article. So, because that's why I was, like... I wonder if they knew before. Because how do you go on, on to, like, your dad's, like... Uh, work laptop or whatever and already know what to look up and already know like who she is and what she did 
Right. Like, well, they got a good sense of what she's like because they know. Because like obviously they're like she's retarded, so like mm-hmm. she's they know what she's like, so they probably get a good sense of her. Like I, I like how he took the whole retard into like actual consideration. Like she is retarded. <laughs> <laughs> she is retarded. They know she's kind of slow. She's okay? a little slower, <laughs> and she probably got convinced to be in a cult at one point in time. <laughs> no, but yeah. But so, okay, so after they discover this, the dad comes back, and uh, through a later conversation, we learn we're 100% going to the fucking mountains together. Tough shit. Well, I, I mean, I guess that's basically what he was saying, but he was more implying than, like, all right, guys, come on, give, give me a chance at least. Like, do it for me at least. That's how I saw it. Yeah, but I, I mean. I thought it was a douche move. I thought it was, I mean, but listen. When you have kids, you kind of, you have to do shit sometimes. There's stuff, you know, you got to make your kids do that they don't want to do. That isn't in a weird, pervy way. Um, (laughs) Sometimes they just got to do what they don't want to do. But no. You want me to call one right now? (laughs) I got social services. No, but you know, sometimes, you know, your kid, uh, I don't want to go to this thing. Like, you guys have been drugged to, like, family shit you don't want to go to sometimes or stuff like that. Like, sometimes, you know, you just got to do what the fuck your parents tell you to do. Yeah, but in this certain situation, I don't know it's like, because I'm not a dad, but, like, in this situation of, like, the whole, like, considering of what happened, the whole mom thing, and then, like, their mom just killed herself, like, I guess it was six months later, right? Yeah. Uh, So, I guess, I guess I'd kind of probably be like, come on, let's just, like, new mommy. I mean, think of it in terms of like this. Like, yeah, this movie, obviously, it's a horror movie. It goes fucking bad. But think of all the other movies, right, where it's like romantic comedies or some shit where the kids don't like the step parent and they get forced into a situation where they're together and it works out fine. It works out for the better. You put people together sometimes, you know. That's probably what he thought was. That's what he's thinking is going to happen. Like, all right, they're going to spend time together. It'll be a little awkward at first, but they'll grow to, you know. Be used to each other. I gotcha. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's what was in his head when he does this. Yeah, he definitely always has good intentions. It just, he seems to always kind of make... He's not reading the room. Yeah, he makes the wrong move. You know what I mean? He makes the... But it's not always his fault. Like, it's kind of out of his control. It's just like, I don't know. Maybe he just likes crazy bitches, I guess. (laughs) He's like, I know what's going on, but I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, dude. So, all right. So, after this, the kids agree to go on this trip. And, uh, okay. So, after this, the kids are like kind of on their knees, like moving shit around in the dollhouse. This is all in preparation to go to this lodge. Yeah. And, uh, they're whispering to each other, like moving shit around. And when they're packing up, there's an Easter egg. Did you guys catch it? Yes. Was it, it was the, the dollhouses, they're all laying down. Well, yes, there's that part, but I'm talking about when they're actually, like, packing shit into their bags. I don't catch this. I they catch show this. Uh, Aiden throw the harness into his fucking bag. Mm. I did not catch that. Yeah, he's throwing clothes, harness, and then candles on top. But, yeah, I saw him throw the harness in there, and I was like, oh, foreshadowing. I was going to say, um, I, don't know if it, I don't know if it meant anything, but, I mean, I couldn't hear it because, I mean, I watched my... T- it, through TV and with the soundbar and everything, and I still couldn't really figure out what they were saying. But throughout the whole movie, like there was sometimes just kind of random whispering around. Like, yeah, did you catch that? Uh, yeah, I watched it with subtitles because of that one part I didn't hear. So I was like, okay, whenever there's more shit that'll be more easier for me to catch. And whenever the whispering would happen, it would say inaudible whispering. Yeah, so it's kind of just like. Pfft, pfft, pfft. 
that's mm. that's what uh that's what it it said for me too, but I couldn't really like understand or hear because I I couldn't tell if it was just literally just like that and like just noise or but like actually saying like something that kind of like maybe like foreshadowed a little bit, but I couldn't tell. What's that fucking YouTube shit where people like talking to the mic? Is it ASMR? Yeah. It was just the director fucking ASMR, bro. <laughs> just for those that are into that. For the love of God, please go watch my movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I that's what I imagine it was. So they go to this trip and um don't they they all get in a car ride on the car ride there they go to pick up Grace. We see Grace for the first time, right? Dad gets out of the car, she gets in. Was it just me at that point? Was it kinda weird that he calls her? And he hears her phone literally right next to her. And he's like, oh, she's here. Like, you didn't even realize that she I don't right think. There? I think um, what that was, it wasn't Grace's phone. I think he called uh, the daughter's phone. No, he called Grace because on the phone it said Grace. Yeah, I did say Grace. Did it? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then he hears really, it outside of the car. He's like, oh, well, oh, it was kind of like foggy or whatever, snowy. Like, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I felt like I was like, it's kind of weird. Like, how do you? I mean, I know it's a movie, so it's not realistic. Long because time, right? doesn't like, he, how do you miss that? He turns around and he looks at the kids and like smiles while he's calling her, right? Yeah, and she's literally like, like literally outside. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was just, that was just like the nitpick that I had. And I was like, Different. like what the fuck? So we see Grace and she has a dog. And uh, was there anything more in that part? I don't think so. No, it was just more of like the dad gets a call from, from the newspaper people or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, I gotta take this," and she's just kind of like trying to like talk to him. She's like, "Oh, hey, like, hey, you guys." You know. It was very tense when they saw each other. Yeah, I definitely. If I was the boy at that point, I'd be like, "Oh." Fuck, this bitch has a dog, like, in the car for fucking six hours. I thought you were a dog person. I am, but not a little dog person. Hey, what's up with that, man? I mean, I like little dogs, but not like that dog. Well, not my... If it's someone else's dog and we're in a car for six hours, like, I know my dog's going to be cool, but I don't know about your dog, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know about her dog. Kind of put you on... You know, put you on blast right now? Yeah. (laughs) Retracting the statement like a motherfucker. (laughs) No, I like dogs. I like dogs. (laughs) <laughs> I like take it back i take it back i can't i can't make my white my white people mad about not liking dogs <laughs> trying to keep that fucking white people yeah i'm trying try, to keep try them to calm them, to i don't them, want them storming it storming any capital here soon you know <laughs> i don't i don't want to upset any of my Chris, family if, you're, if you ever make it big people are gonna look back to this video and this, this is what they're gonna pull up and be like uh cancel chris he has <laughs> guys that don't like dogs on okay, we gotta cancel this channel <laughs> Now, so the car ride after this, it's a long montage of them just driving, obviously. And uh, the kids are giving Grace the side eye like a motherfucker. Kind of like uh, just staring at her, bro. Just like uh, giving her evil ass looks. And, uh, so when they get there, it's already snowing. There's already snow all over the ground. It looks like it snowed six inches plus. Are they in Colorado? No. I never gathered where they were at. I thought they were in Kansas because they kept showing like a flat ground. Then they show mountains. I don't know why, but I, I don't know why, but I was thinking like Canada. You think so? I don't know why, but I was getting like Canada vibes. Like, I'm, I've I don't never know. been to Canada, so I don't know. Well, I mean, I've never been to Canada, but I don't know if in like the how I mentioned earlier in the beginning, where like the there was like the, the forecast was going on in the background. I don't know if they mentioned like being like in, in some type of like Canada state or something like that city. I don't know. That's why I was like, I don't know. Canada State or City, huh? Can't think of any Canadian countries or states. Not uh, countries. 
Winnipeg, Ontario, Tor- all that Toronto. shit. Oh, Toronto, Drake. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't, that's a lot. No. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Drake. <laughs> fools, bro. I don't know. That's what I was <clears throat> So something I thought that was unbelievable, though, is they uh, pull up to the fucking house and the road's already plowed, the driveway's already plowed. Oh, no, that's real. I, that's real. It, from going, if you go to, like, Minnesota or Wisconsin, like, it snows a fuck ton there. But they're on top of it. Here, no. Because it oh, doesn't so snow that much here. the actual places, they really take care no, of No, they shit. really do. I swear to God. Because I went to uh, Minnesota to go see my brother, and it was like, it's crazy. Like, they had, they're on top of it. And it was like a foot of snow. Oh. Like, in a snow, it was a blizzard that night. They're on top of it, like, during the blizzard. So, yeah. They're used to it. So Okay, we live in Kansas where they neglect the fuck out yes. of us. Like, yes. We got we to gotta wait a couple of days just to clean this road. Yeah. Um, that's not safe. <laughs> people don't know how to drive shouldn't be driving by the way no kidding man and uh so this is the point where we learn that the kids' dollhouse is an exact replica of the lodge they're going to be staying at um i mean i assumed that's what the fucking dollhouse was was the lodge i mean you guys did too i'm assuming mm-hmm. but this is the first time we get like hardcore oh, okay this dollhouse is like room for room the exact same as this lodge yeah so Grace goes upstairs, and uh, one of the doors upstairs opens by itself. Like it's real dark and ominous. Ironically, it looks a lot like my crib, um, with the fucking wood paneling and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just was like a darker wood color. Uh. And uh, Grace is putting away luggage. She has presents for the kids and a monster fucking bag of pills. So you know she's going through some shit. And that's what I was like. You noticed that when the I don't remember the dude's name anymore. When the husband walks in and and she like hides the pills right away from him, I, I noticed that and I was like, I wonder what the hell's going, like what she's taking. I wonder yeah. too. It's probably some type of like suppressants and shit stuff to keep her like mood down. Yeah, something maybe like. <clears throat> well, I guess we'll talk about it later. Like a bunch of downers, because you'd assume one she has PTSD. Right. And she probably has, like, hallucinations and shit from all the stuff she saw, I would assume. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. So, and also, while she's putting the pills away, she finds, uh, there's a picture of the the, the whole family, pretty much, right? The, uh, the mom and the dad. So, she puts that motherfucker in a drawer. Which, I don't blame her, man. You don't want to look at, you know, your new man and his ex. And then, weirdly enough, like, um, well going to the next scene is he pulls out like the her dad's or her his ex-wife's dad's like traditional right uh, right um revolver i don't know what it mentioned what it said about the family but he does that and then he's like oh let's go outside you know like to have fun i guess to kind of like get her mind off of that picture and like dude's like showing her how to shoot a gun and she just takes a gun and just knows how to shoot it yeah she was a pro i was like where's this going all right so uh, before that, they uh, that's when she notices they all have to sit down for dinner at the lodge, and they notice that the virgin picture or the picture of a woman, a hooded woman. Funny? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I like I said, I'm fairly confident this represents the Virgin Mary because I think what this picture. What do you guys think it represents? Before the plot twist of like what really was what was going on, I kind of had a feeling that it was going to be used like kind of like not to represent the mom, but like because at this point, like thinking like where's the horror aspect in this, I was thinking more of like a haunted log, and the mom was like the like 
trying to like fuck with them. That's yeah, because like the idea. door opens by itself when yeah. Grace is going upstairs, so that's kind of what it. I think it leads you to think is like, right. oh, yeah. But then you, but then the cult aspect of it on her end. That's when I was like, oh, maybe, oh, maybe yeah. it represents her. You know, that's what I was kind of thinking. Like maybe the Virgin Mary represented something about her. Uh-huh. I mean, she ain't no virgin, but you know, <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> you know. I don't know the correlation, but I was like, I don't know. Maybe it represents something else, or I mean, those two plus that we just spoiled that aren't isn't what happens. But uh, that's that's I was like, because I at the end I didn't really see the significance of it, but I guess it's kind of just more to like represent more of like yeah, this is like a religious family because we had I think in that other scene also she they, she saw the cross on the wall she thought it was, and she's like oh yeah that's my uh, ex-wife's and she and like she just kept staring at it right so it was like it kind of just implying like religious family like so many symbolisms I, I think this is the whole point of misdirecting us and I think it was the whole point of basically throwing in religion into it where it needed to be like with the cult and stuff mm-hmm. you know what I mean I think that like I said why I'm fairly confident that was the Virgin Mary the Virgin Mother is that the portrait represents the mother the mom their mom so for and for Grace it means something I think that's what it means to the kids cuz remember the kids they position their little dolls all around it like praying to it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah and one of the like little cuts where it shows the log so I think for the for them that's what it represents, but I think it represents something entirely different to Grace. I think for Grace it reminds her of like the whole culty fucking aspect yeah, and shit, kicking up all those old. So that's kind of like cool how they did that. Like it means different things to different mm-hmm. characters within and, the movie. And just when you saying that, maybe really as well. Like maybe to the kids, it's like something that takes. Um, Keeps them close to their mother, mm-hmm. whilst to Grace, it's something that she wants to get away from. Because right of, away, of, of yeah. her, 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 her father, so she wants to get away from that. Exactly. Right. Which is a crazy fucking contrast. And like I said, they're all doing this. They're not telling us. Like I've told Luke before, that's the good part of the story. No, they totally. tell us none of this, bro. Mm-hmm. This is all of us that. just kind of getting what the directors are implying. Yeah. Which is fucking next level storytelling. Like that's crazy as hell. Like, my favorite one, though, still, is the imagery with the daughter with the balloon at the funeral service. That was, like... That was pretty cool. That was some fucking next-level, like, a hell of a way to show one of the darkest fucking, like, symbolisms you can fucking get. Right. Like, oh, no, your mother's in hell. That's why this happened. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, anyways, so... Now, uh... They're eating dinner. The picture of the fucking virgins right behind the table as they're eating, and Grace is fixated on it like crazy. For reasons like we just said, it probably reminds her of the cult stuff. Mm-hmm. And as she's looking at it, she gets a nosebleed out of nowhere. And it's not really any significance, it's just she got a fucking nosebleed from the dry air or some shit, I would assume. And uh, later, like you said, she sees the big-ass cross in their bedroom, and uh, Grace in the dad's bedroom. He asks if you want her to if he wants her to take it down. She says, "Nah, it's cool. I can, I can deal." So she was trying to, you know, work with him. And uh, then they start to bang, and it's really thin walls because the kids are in the next room and they can hear them like giggling and shit. Yeah, she keeps and giggling. If you can hear them giggling, <laughs> you can probably hear other stuff too. I, yeah. and at that point, I thought I'm like, I wonder if they know. If, if they're like super thin walls and it's like at that point you have a, like would you do that knowing your kids can hear you 
Yeah. <laughs> I was looking. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't, what. Listen, I don't care. Who's uh, listen, bro. You go on that far of a trip. You're on vacation. You're with your partner. You're gonna want to yeah, do some you're stuff. Get, no, I, mean, I, I get that aspect. I, I get that one. I'm just referring to like the, she had that. Knowing your kids know that they're like you're doing that. Like I would assume that they thought they were being quiet. I think this also to me as a as a guy. It really shows how much of a crazy bitch Grace is because her giggle. You know what I mean? She's giggling yeah. like she's one of those chicks. Like, ha, 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 ha. I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up. My kids are in the next room. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just, <laughs> that's what I got. Okay. I was like, dude, that's this is totally bro. killer. I'm like, that's aggressive, man. <laughs> aggressive, I'm like, I, think but... we're, I think we're uh, exploring some sides of you that no one knows about. <laughs> no, one else knows about. <laughs> no, I just feel like she was like, she just kept giggling and giggling. Luke's and... like, don't giggle. Just go make me a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, just go quietly. Sandwich. Be very quiet. No noise. I'm the only one making noise. <laughs> I don't know, but she was just doing it so loud. I was like, what the, dude, there's, like you said, there's kids in the next room. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But so the next shot after this, <laughs> while this is all happening, is the dog downstairs. The dog is downstairs, and it's kind of, uh, it gets, something gets its attention, and it looks to the staircase. And the way the staircase is, is it like cuts a corner as it's going up. Yeah. And when the dog looks up, you see like, it looks like a person like peek around the corner or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. And again, this like is kind of leading us to the theory that, oh, this is a haunting movie. It's going to be about the mom haunting them. I saw that, but I, I'm pretty sure it was Grace. So I, I was like, okay. And at, at first I was like, okay, maybe it's like this is where the haunting starts. But then I saw, I saw it, and I'm like, I, I think it was just Grace just walking around. I don't know how you'd come to that conclusion because that early. I, I, because you, she was wearing a gray sweater. Uh huh. And I, I, I'm pretty sure in, the, in like you don't see the whole body of the person. You see like before they like go back upstairs. But you see that person wear like a gray sweater, so I like I assumed it was her, just walking around like. Well, the theory makes sense for reasons while we find out later, and also the dog doesn't react to it, so maybe it was because it knew who it was. Yeah. But at this point, the casual viewer, you know, who isn't looking for that stuff, like me, I don't know how you what you thought. I just like I said, from the way it's leading up, I'm thinking, oh, okay, this is about the mom haunting the family. And that's how, that's uh, how I oh, that's how I, that's what I thought. But, um, wait, who sees it again? The dog. Like, the, dog. the dog. Oh, okay, the dog. Here's yeah. the, 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 the wooden yeah, that, Okay, yeah, I remember. Yeah, so that's what it's implying, but, like, I think it, it ultimately it was probably Grace, right? Because of... Because yeah. I'm pretty sure the dog, like, saw, like, you know how... I don't know, that video we were we saw a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of days ago, or a week or whatever, where we were, like, if the dog sees something, starts barking, like, what do you do? Um... Like the dog, I'm pretty sure if it was like if it, was, it wasn't Grace, he'd probably start barking. Like right, nonstop. right. But then like the moment he saw her, he just kind of stopped barking. At mm-hmm. her. So that's why I also implied that it, it was Grace. Too. Right. And so after this is when the scene of the family like skating. And the one thing I took away from this was the fact that this dude shoveled a path like a fucking quarter of a mile long out to that fucking uh, skating rink he made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was all I thought about. Like, how long and how so- how sore would you be from fucking shoveling that long? I know, man, because you see my driveway. I was, yeah, I was about to lose the dream. Like when I came here, and I was, I was like, "So you didn't, you didn't like shovel your driveway? What if, what if I got stuck going up?" <laughs> You're goddamn right. I didn't shovel my driveway. <laughs> you got it right. How do you feel about that statement after you saw that that statement? Or made that statement? Bro, after I saw how far he shoveled, that's all I thought about At least was he like gave PTSD. Effort. 
Fine, I'll shovel a walking path down the hill. Yeah, when I'm leaving, you better be right behind me shoveling that goddamn driveway. Uh, That's funny. Well, you got a truck. You're fine. But it's not a 4x4, though. Oh. To the the point where I'm, I'm like I was telling him earlier, it might not be 4x4, but I still have fun with it. No. I slide around, so that's the power I have for. (laughs) First of all, I would not be skating on no fucking lake man yeah, yeah we find out fuck they're on top that. of a lake fuck that and uh so grace comes outside she's kind of uh she's excited she's skating she's evidently not comfortable skating so maybe she's never been in this wintry environment mm-hmm. and the dad instructs the kids like hey go give grace a hand and they both skate up to her right mm-hmm. and uh all these kids do is go that hat but wearing her mom's hat because she, before she went out, she picked a, a hat off the like the hanger thing. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I guess it was just a random hat that she pulled out. So she like right, and uh, it turns out, oh, that's our mom's hat. What the fuck are you doing with our mom's hat? So they snatch her hat and they both just dip out. Yeah. Which I thought that made them kind of look like assholes. <laughs> At that point, yeah. So the dad comes up, gives her his hat, and uh, they, they're just awkward exchange that these kids have with you know the girlfriend i'd probably do the same thing though they may look like assholes but i think i'd probably do that if it was my mom and my mom i don't know in that situation I you don't that, think i think it, uh, i don't know dude. maybe I you think you'd be kind of cool it yeah, would be a little i'd probably be like hey i'll take that out i don't know you think so i don't know dude. they're younger like you think even now you'd feel that way no okay not now no, no. i'm a reasonable person i'm older so i'd be like hey you know that's my mom's hat it's like, hard to say because as a kid i don't know how i'd react to any of these situations this is like, for I sure saying, i think it just depends on how much you like the new person that is true like if it's it, cool if you hate it like no that's my mom's like give me that shit back but yeah if it's like maybe someone you kind of like it's been a while and you're kind of like open up to the person like okay i kind of like you be like all right you know you're not my mom, but, like, I kind of see, like, a new I'd mom. I'd probably be more vocal about it. Like, I wouldn't be, like, just a little, you know what I mean? I'd be no. a little more vocal. I'd be like, hey, yeah, it's my mom's hat, dude. You know what I mean? No, you want to take that, that off? That respect, you know? I get it's cold. <laughs> I get you're freezing your tits off, but, hey, come on now. For future reference, don't touch my mom's shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, and also in the next scene, we see the young girl. I can't remember her name. Is it Mia? Yeah, I think her name yeah. is Mia. Hers is Mia. So Mia's playing with her, you know, little mom doll, and she's, like, throwing it. She's sliding it on the ice further and further away from everybody until she comes to a fucking fishing hole in the ice. Clear as day, she sees the goddamn fishing hole, and she throws the doll into it and then goes, Pikachu face, you know? Like, Did she throw it in there? That's tripped. No, she's, like, sliding it forward, like, chasing it. Oh, yeah, because it's a little snowboard thing. Yeah, okay. Right. <clears throat> and uh, she's about to crawl to get it, and Grace is like, no, no, I got it, I got it. So when Grace reaches for it, the ice gives. She falls in the fishing hole, still manages to grab the doll. And so that happens. And uh, then she goes back inside. And what happens next, guys? She She falls in the hole, and then the dad rushes to get her because because me is like like screaming dad dad like like she actually cares now right yeah like so that's when like dad <clears throat> and aiden all help to get to get her out okay and then i don't know where we're at so they go back inside and it's at this point that the dad's like talking like maybe i shouldn't go on this trip because he's aware that this little thing isn't going so well thus far yeah. and grace is kind of like no 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 i got this it'll be fine 
So this is the part where the dad takes the gun out. So, like you said, he shows her how to use the gun, bro, and she's, like, fucking a Navy SEAL. Yeah, she's, like, Clint Eastwood with that she, bitch. Dude's like, here's how you do it. If you want to hold it one hand, two hands, she just snatches the gun just starts shooting, and I'm like... She just dumps on the tree and hits the same spot, yeah. like, every time. And then, I was, like, at that moment, I'm like, I wonder if that's foreshadowing for, the, like, like ahead of the movie. Yeah, because it kind of made her look like, okay, this is, she knows what she's doing. She, yeah, like, like, she, she she's good. had some training, or yeah. she's done something... You know what I mean? I don't know if it, it's indicating, like, when the cult, they were, like, shooting some shit up or, yeah. you know. I put here she's, like, dead shot from the Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> so, the next scene is the dad leaving the lodge. And uh, they're all out there watching him pull away. But before he's even completely, like, out of the fucking driveway, Grace turns around and the kids are already back inside shutting the door. Just to, like, give an idea of what, you know, the next couple days are going to be like. Like, they just don't want nothing to do with her for the most part. Yeah. And so, Grace, like, tries to talk to the kids, but they're kind of, like, shut in their rooms. And she's, like, asking, like, you guys want to decorate the house with me? And nothing. Nothing. And so... Mia Mia's kind of talking to Grace because she's they're like having a random conversation while she's playing with her dolls, and uh, Mia talks about wanting a dog for Christmas, and uh, Grace says she has her dog. Her dog's name is Grady, this little thing, and she said Grady is a present to herself because it symbolizes all the bad stuff that she's put behind her. It's a like a I think like a new life. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, too. new life. So yeah. that's what the, the dog beginning. represents to yeah. Grace, and that's foreshadowing for later, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, that was like the first time that I think Mia opened up to her a little bit, like kind of like talking to her. Yeah, Mia seems like she's not as like on board as the little boy is, like with hating her. Like the little boy is more like no. Fuck her. Take it easy on little boy, dude. He's like 14. little boy, whatever. 14, He's like 15 or something, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Younger man. Young young adult. That's like, because at that point, she's kind of like opening up a little bit to kind of like building a little bit of a relationship while the... The The brother's just completely just not having any of her shit. Right. Um, But so after they're having this conversation about the dogs, that's when Mia's like, all right, you want to see the present? You know, I'm getting for my dad or some shit. Oh, yeah. And uh, do you think she meant to offend? I thought about that when she did that. Was it intentional, kind of like the rubber nose and some shit, or was it innocent? I think it was a mixture of both, to be honest. Because what was her gift to her dad, guys? It was a video collage. Of yeah. All their, I think all their like trips, home videos. Like home videos of like like their trips and like their uh, Thanksgiving and stuff like that. I don't know. Well, because I don't think, I want to say no. I don't think she meant to. I don't think she meant to piss her off. I think it was just her being like, hey, look at this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it was just kind of the bonding going wrong. Like, hey, you know, we're actually, I'm opening up to you, and then this happened. That's what I was like. I think it's a mixture of both because I felt like she, in one part, she was kind of being like, this is what a family is supposed to be like. But in the other part, she was kind of like, like I said, she was kind of opening up a little bit where she's like, oh, you know, oh, you want to see what I got, dad? And kind of like, oh, this is what I showed him to kind of like open up a little more of that relationship. So, so I'm like, right. I feel like it's a mixture of both. Think so? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. They, it's hard to tell. Because like you guys said, she was talking to Grace kind of like as if she was maybe coming around to the idea of getting used to her. Mm. But then that tape is it's a curveball. 
because obviously I don't know. She's young, dude. Maybe she didn't know that. It That's would. what I'm yeah. thinking. She didn't think like once again. This is to show different point of views. Like to Mia, you know, this is important. This is special. This is like videos of her family as she remembers it. And to Grace, it's kind of like, well, fuck, you guys are still living back here, and I'm going forward, and nobody's coming with me. So it was kind of a slap in the face from Grace's perspective. But to Mia, you know, it means something different. So it's hard to tell, though, if she did it with bad intentions. If you were in Grace's situation, what would you have done? Like seeing the video? Yeah, seeing the video. Look, so check this out. I'm, uh, I have a stepkid, so I'm put in these positions sometimes, you know. Stepkid comes home and he's like, ah, oh, me and my dad did blah, and we all did this. Mm-hmm. And as the adult, you kind of have to go, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's fine. That sounds fun. You don't go like, you know, stupid. Don't right. talk about that. You can't just, you know, you have to acknowledge that that other person is in that person's life. Right. Yeah. And I mean, as in a, like, in general, I don't, I don't think it should bother you. It should be more of like a, it should be like a thing you cope with. Like, all right, I'm not your, like your biological dad, but you are part of my family, or you're in my life now too. And it's more of like being an adult. Right. You know, I might not be your dad, but I still want to treat you like a dad and, and just be the mature person about it and, and like going on from there. Right. Like, like if the, you have to understand that if this makes you happy and this thing this person did made you happy, Cool. Yeah, Grace definitely dropped the ball, in my opinion. I think I think that was kind of her chance to be like, you know what? Hey, like I'm gonna be cool with this situation. Like, because like I was about to say, like, you know, if I was in that situation, I feel like I just have to suck it up and be like, you know, hey, that's awesome. Like, yeah, that's cool. So it's like it's going back to like how we react. It's like, yeah, like yeah. It's like, she kind of seemed childish, like just walking away, like pissed off. Which, to me, it seemed childish. I guess it, it plays on her personality. You know? Yeah, but but to Grace's defense, man, she was like in a cult for most of her life. Yeah, so true. She, she so a, her, her emotional life. like sense of shit's a little fucked up. I'm right, assuming. Right, a hundred percent, hundred percent. But no. So next we go to Grace's again attempting to speak to uh, the Aiden. He's not having none of it. So now she's like eating a sandwich in the dining room, and she's fixated on that creepy fucking portrait. Yeah, because then she like she keeps doing it. She has like a like a pissed off face, but then she like she gets up and she tries yeah. to move seats. She sits behind it with yeah. the back to it, and she could still feel it like staring at her. So she finally goes, "You know what? I'm gonna just take the fucking thing down." Oh yeah, because then she takes it down. She puts it inside, <clears> flipped over. Yeah. And uh, after this is the scene where she takes a shower, boys. This one's for the boys. This one's for the boys. Boys. This one's for the boys. This we we want to take a moment w- to thank the directors and stuff. I'd like to thank the directors, and I feel like Aiden should have handled this differently. And been like, hey, Dad's not home. <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> She's a baddie, bro. She was Gorgeous bad. fucking woman. Well, you see her naked in uh, and that one movie I was telling you, Devil All the Time. So I was like, yeah, I know she's going to show her tits because she showed her tits in this movie. She always does. She was, I know she's down for it. <laughs> but no, so she's stepping out of the shower, and she only ties the towel at the waist, thank God. And uh, oh, close one, <laughs> close one. <laughs> it's fifty fifty. What she does? I know. Oh, oh, please. <laughs> uh, so she sees the word "mom" with the heart written around it, and the steam in the shower. Right, mm-hmm. and uh, when she wipes it, she sees Aiden in the mirror behind her, 
like standing at the doorway creeping. And uh, so doesn't she go to their bedroom and he's like pretending to be asleep now? Yeah. That move. And she also sees the <laughs> shrine that the kids got in their room. It's got like candles and pictures of their mom and shit. Yeah. And uh, she just doesn't address anything. Okay, so now we're going to have to... We got to acknowledge that uh, Mr. Alex had to go and do something with his car. He's no longer with us, obviously. We killed him. He's not dead, but he may as well be. <laughs> All right, so we were talking about uh, Aiden was perving out on Grace, pretends to be asleep. She goes into the room. See, she she uh, sees their little like shrine they got to their mom. You and think he was perving out? Or you think he was just trying to be creepy? Oh, dude, he was definitely He was totally perving, yeah. If I was 14, oh, I mean, I, would, that I wouldn't was the say step I would do now. Yeah, stepmom, total, st- yeah, yeah. To- like you said, total vet move. Oh, I'm just asleep. Uh, but yeah, so uh, after Grace sees the little shrine to the mom with like lit candles, she blows the candles out, and the shot again goes back to the dog downstairs, and he's hearing, he's hearing sounds again, and he stares at the staircase. Implying that someone is there. And the next scene is kind of this weird fucking... uh, It's a scene of like someone banging on a piano, right? Remember that part? Um, And it ends up being it's like Grace like banging on a piano. Oh, she's... Is she dreaming at this point? Yeah, she's dreaming because she's like walking through the house at night in the dark. Goes into the kid's bedroom and she sees a kid lying on the bed with a shroud over them. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of like how in that video when she was at the, uh, at the suicide cult. cult. Yeah. With, like, sin over their mouth or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And she wakes up the next day and she's on the bedroom floor. So this is kind of, like, implying, you know, something's weird happening with Grace. Mm-hmm. But we don't know it yet. It just could have been a bad dream for all we know at this point. Right. Yeah. Well I, well, I feel like at this point we kind of get that she has some, like, PTSD from her past right yeah because she's already mentioned like okay so i got this dog because you know my past my past sucked now i got a new life Mm-hmm. and uh also when she wakes up all of her shit's in a suitcase including mia's doll the mom replica thing and uh so what she ends up doing is because uh, she hears mia knocking on her door like hey you see my doll and rather than fess up to like, oh my bad, I jacked your doll possibly in my sleep. She uh, pretends that she puts it in the dog's bed. And she pretends she blames it on the dog. Which I mean, okay, I kind of see like you know you're already on eggshells with these kids, so you don't want right. them to, you don't want to give them any more reason to not like you. I think I missed this part because I thought I thought she really didn't know that she sleptwalk. But no, that yeah, I don't think they've mentioned like sleepwalking yet at this point. Right. Like, that we just assume it from this scene. So next, uh, Grace offers Aiden a sandwich, and he says he'll make his own, which this is the last straw for Grace. She's like, you know what, motherfucker? We're going to talk about some shit. We're going to work it out. And uh, you can tell she's kind of uncomfortable, like, giving him this, like, ultimatum. Being confrontational probably doesn't come naturally to her. And uh, he's playing dumb, and uh, she's calling him out like, oh, so you don't want to talk to me, but you'll watch me take a shower? haymaker yeah and he just like sitting there he just looks down like "Mm, got me yeah that's fair fair enough yeah bitch (laughs) so the conversation ends like unresolved 
And the next scene is them watching uh, that John Carpenter's version of The Thing. Fire movie. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. I was like, hell yeah, they're watching The Thing. I thought maybe that was like meaningful or something like that. I don't think so. I think it was just like... Yeah. Just a, just it's a random horror movie. Yeah. And so uh, Aiden brings Grace a hot chocolate. And it kind of seems like it could be a peace offering. Me personally, I'm not taking any drinks from these fucking kids, bro. He's definitely spitting that cup. Yeah, definitely. I don't see not. how she doesn't connect that dot. I might, I might take it from the, uh, the daughter. Yeah, from the daughter, but I definitely wouldn't take it from the from the. Nah, dude, he definitely baby. like dropped his nuts in the fucking cup. Yeah, he that did something hurt. really bad. <laughs> oh, I'm getting her back. Stirring and- it. So Mia keeps like alluding to being cold while they're having this night. And uh that's when Aiden's like, oh, I'll bring the heater. And it's like a gas powered fucking heater, right? Right. Yeah. And she's all like, Oh, that fucking smells or whatever. Yeah, Grace is like covering her face with her sweater. Like, is that she asked him, like, is that safe to have in here? Which I was asking that too when he turned it on. I was like, Isn't that how people fucking die, bro, from uh carbon monoxide poisoning and shit? Yeah. I didn't even I at first, I was like, oh, I feel like she's being a fucking bitch. But then I really thought about it. I was like, I don't think you're supposed to have gas heaters in the in the house. I think you're supposed nah, to have, have something else. Well, I guess they do have, like, the gas-powered uh, um, fireplaces. Have you ever seen those? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's different because it's still... Anything that makes that sound of, like, Yeah, it's probably <laughs> like, not eh, We probably shouldn't do this. Right. Right. Do you think, I wonder if the kid's dad does something like, if he does that, or they're just trying to really get on her nerves. I feel like they were probably just trying to get on her nerves. I think they were, hmm. like, he tries to paint a narrative, right, that right. we learn about later. So I think this was all done on purpose. Like, I think Mia was pretending to be cold, even though she wasn't really all that cold. Right. Like, she's kind of like, because um, she's really selling it. She mentions it a couple times, like, Sure is chilly in here. Right. And so, like I said, I think that they were trying to build a story in Grace's head. They were trying to fucking inception her ass. Mm -hmm. Like, put shit in her head that she didn't even really think of until later. And so, anyways, as they're watching the thing, the picture of the virgin falls off the wall. And uh, they all kind of ignore it. They're like, all right, whatever. Picture fell down. It happens. It does happen. Right. And uh, once that happens, Grace goes, can we watch a different movie? And uh, they put on Jack Frost, which I don't know if there's any significance to that. So I, at this point, because I'm still going back and forth to like, is the mom haunting them? Is the mom going to come back in the doll? Because that's kind of what I kind of thought like when I kind of caught the, oh, your mom's going to hell or whatever. Um, with the doll falling falling down, but the doll is like a replica of the mom. Then you have like the Virgin Mary and stuff. So I was like, okay, the mom's probably haunting them. So you watch the movie Jack Frost, like the dad's dead, right? And then he he basically possesses the snowman. Yeah. So, so that's think, what I was thinking. You think that's like kind of they were showing the misdirection they were trying to go for? Yes, I think so. Which which might have been an un- unnecessary. I didn't like make I was, that connection. You're right, because that's what that movie's about, is the dad dies and he comes back as the snowman. Right. So I was like, okay, so is the is the mom, you know, die and then come back as something else? Or She's trying to make some home? kind of connection. Yeah. That's yeah. the implication that the movie's trying to give you. Right. And even I wonder if, like, you know, by the end of this, if it does mean something else that we're not, like, can't put our finger on. 
It could be, dude. This movie right. has so many goddamn layers. Yeah, for 100%. And so um, after this, right, Grace wakes up outside in the snow at night. She wipes the snow off the ground, and she's on top of the lake. And she sees Laura's doll under the ice. And then the ice breaks. She falls into the water. And as she's under the ice, the uh, pastor slash her father is, like, pulling her under, right? Right. But at this point, you're like, okay, it's a dream. Yeah, right? From there, you're like, all right, now we know it's a dream. Mm-hmm. So she wakes up again, this time on the living room floor. And the kids are still asleep on the couch. And she checks her phone, and the batteries are dead, even though it's you know plugged into the outlet. And she's cold as shit. And she goes to get some water, and the faucet won't turn on. So she wakes up Aiden, and she says the power's out, and she thinks the pipes are frozen. He should check the generator. And it's at this point that she notices all of her Christmas decorations are gone. And she thinks that the kids are playing a prank on her. But Mia points out, all the fridge is gone. All the food is gone from the fridge. And uh, so after this, Grace goes upstairs and she's like, yo, this shit's not funny. Everything better be back when I come downstairs. She goes up to her bedroom and all of her shit's missing. Her pills are gone. So at this point now, she finally flips out on the kids. And they're denying, you know, messing with anything. And that's at this point, that's when the kids tell her, like, yo, why are you accusing us of shit when you're the one fucking walking around the house at night? Right. So this is where we learn that Grace is, like, sleepwalking or something. Right. And uh, that leads credence to the theory that Alex said, like, oh, I think that was Grace, uh, that the dog was seen on the staircase. Mm -hmm. I was very well on the, like, at first, I was very well on the kids' side during this whole thing like even that i was like no they weren't fucking with her like you know i was like they they didn't take her pills she's just crazy you know what i mean i really was just like driven to like you know what i mean because i still was being misdirected by something else right yeah so look at this point i don't know what it was but for me bro i couldn't get on the kid's side really never at any point during this movie am i on the kid's side really you were a little more on grace's end yeah because i'm coming from the perspective of grace coming into this family like what is she necessarily doing that's cause for provocation what's she doing that's you know pissing these kids off right nothing She's literally doing everything she can to like make peace with these kids. Right. Yeah, she's definitely she's definitely been trying and definitely been trying to be like nice to them and stuff. Um So yeah, I guess I, I get where you come from on that. For some reason I just I always had this like, dude, she's crazy. She has to be crazy. You well, know what I mean? Obviously she was crazy, but maybe it's because I grew up with a shitty stepdad, so maybe that's why I'm on this. <laughs> oh, God, I'm gonna no. be honest. Maybe that's actually why I'm on You're this just, side. Like, projecting your feelings <laughs> yeah. about that. Well, her. I didn't I didn't really think about it till now, till you just said something. So you're so. on like the kids' perspective of like this new person coming out of their life. Yeah, I know what that's like, so maybe I maybe that's why. I don't know. I that just realized be, dude, that. because like for me, I've never been in that situation, so I'm right. completely not at all. You can put yourself in the kids' shoes. Whereas I'm I've never been in that position, so I'm with Grace right. on this. Right. Makes sense, yeah. I didn't notice that till now. I was like, what? Actually being, you know, the stepdad, maybe that's why I put myself that's in That's what Grace's I was shoes. thinking, because you are a stepdad, so I was like, Maybe maybe that's what yeah. Maybe ah, that's why That's crazy. Mm. That's cool. Right. Two different perspectives. So uh Grace goes into the kids' room. 
after uh, they accuse her of sleepwalking, and she's like, well, where's your guys' shit? And all their stuff's gone, too. Including Laura's doll. And uh, Grace also notices that her fucking dog is missing. So they go outside to look for a dog. They're calling out in the fucking snow. No luck. Now, okay, so after this part, what what are your thoughts? What's your theory? Like of the whole... Like at this point in the movie, not going ahead at all, as you're watching it, you see this part. All their stuff is missing. All the food is gone. The power's off. Nobody knows what's happening. What is your theory? Dude, I was super confused. I'm like, this movie really, I was like, really like, I was like, I know it's not like what I think it is, but which was the whole mom haunt. Cause like, we haven't seen any at this point. There's no haunting. Well, I mean, we see like doors opening by themselves. We see this, uh, the figure peeking around the corner at the dog. The, pic- right. the focus on the Virgin Mary, the mother picture. Right. We just know there's something disturbing <laughs> happening. And then and then there's a lot of real tension between the kids. So I was, dude, I'm going to be honest, I was so lost. Like, not lost as in, but like lost it as in uh, trying to understand like what's going on. Like, what is the creepy part of the movie? Mm-hmm. Right. Now, you see, this is where the movie makes a turn. This is where it goes from being grounded in reality. It throws in some supernatural elements, right? Yeah. Or some seemingly supernatural elements. So did you gather that, like, okay, maybe maybe they died and now they're in some kind of purgatory? Um, so I did think that, and I guess that's, uh, I did kind of think that for a minute. I didn't even think about purgatory until, like, later when they they start talking it. about you it. They start yeah. talking about it. But um not to jump ahead, but yeah, I did think I was like maybe they are dead and like the dad cuz I was like the dad's been gone for a while. Which is the dad already I didn't realize the dad was supposed to leave for what 3 days or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like the dad's been gone for a while. I feel like they're just stuck here. And I was like what if they did die, right? So yeah, I did kind of have a couple of those a little bit of those thoughts. Like, that was immediately my thought is like, oh, shit, they all died, and now they're in fucking purgatory. Mm. That's crazy as hell. Because, like I said, like we've been saying, they lead you to think it's going to be about the mom haunting them, but then it's like this whole extra thing comes out of fucking left field, bro. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't see it coming at all. I liked this part of the movie, though. I liked that they threw that in there. Yeah, because, like I said, this up until here, it's been a Lifetime movie. It's just the kids, this whole struggle with dealing with the new mom and whatnot but now this is the first time where it's like all right we have no fucking idea what's happening and so aiden tries to start the generator he says it won't turn on grace is melting a pot of snow and some fire on a fire in the house to get water i'm assuming and uh, Aiden tells Grace he has a weird dream that the gas heater he brought inside started smoking and that they all suffocated. It's a very specific dream, Aiden. And uh, so after he says this, this is really where, like, I think the movie drives fucking the nail in. Like, oh, they all died and they're in purgatory now. And uh, Grace is looking at, like, a grandfather clock, and it's the date's been moved to January 9th, and she moves it back to December 22nd. Do you remember the significance of January 9th? Is that, like, the cult day or some shit? No, I don't remember. I don't either. So, anyways, for some reason, the clock keeps getting moved to the 9th. So... Or was the 9th maybe the... Maybe the day they... 
went there, or maybe the I don't know. Because uh, it was right before Christmas. Okay, Remember, they have gifts and shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. So you're right. the twenty second makes sense. All right. And so Grace takes food to leave outside for Grady. It's like some type of chili or some shit, right? Isn't that what they're all eating? Mm-hmm. And uh, as she goes back inside, she's walking upstairs, and she hears Mia talking to somebody in her bedroom. And uh, when she goes inside, Mia does have a phone, and Grace snatches it from her, but the phone's dead. And Mia said she was just pretending to talk to her dad. And uh, I wonder if this part was supposed to be like us thinking... Maybe Mia's talking to her mom, low-key. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's like, she's talking thinking. to, like, the ghost of her mom or some shit. Because, mm-hmm. like we said, this is, like, the part of the movie trying to mislead us. Mm-hmm. Which they did a really fucking good job of doing. Yeah. The whole movie, by the way, felt cold. Like, the whole movie. Like, even before you see snow, before you see them, and, the, like, when you're inside, like, the temperature of the movie is just, like, I like, I, and I was just, like, freezing watching it. Yeah, that's the whole thing with uh, tone and fucking atmosphere, bro. Yeah, for sure. They did a really good job of that because I was like, dude, I feel like I'm in a fucking blizzard. Like this whole movie, like, the whole movie, I was like, I like my brain was thinking that it was cold when You're, I was like uh, had a blanket on me. <laughs> it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, a hundred percent makes you uncomfortable, and Very I hate uncomfortable the cold. and fidgety, bro. Yeah. And so in the next scene, Grace pours hot water into the restroom sink, and she's having a sponge bath. And uh, the steam from the hot water rises, and on the mirror, it reveals the word repent in the sink, or on the mirror sink. And uh, then there's another shot of the dollhouse with the dolls laid out all over the living room, and then a close-up of the virgin's face. And uh, now it's nighttime, and Grace is, like, fixated on the cross in the bedroom wall. And she finally takes it down. And Mia busts the door open and she says that she's heard a noise. So the two of them walk around the lodge at night with a flashlight. And one of the doors opens up by itself. And uh, Grace walks into the room and she's all like, oh, it's just a uh, it's just a window's open. The wind must have blew the door open. And as she goes to close it, she looks out the window and she sees that there's about 50 fucking snow angels in the snow. Mm-hmm. Fire. That was wild. That was tight. Because it's like, what does it fucking mean, yo? Mm-hmm. Like, it's creepy. It's a creepy image. That's where I got the correlation of, like, uh, um, the Virgin Mary thing. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that. That's where I was like, oh, it was maybe something with the angels or something with the cult, right? Well, because think, like, uh, I would assume as I was watching it, I was like, oh, maybe that's supposed to be, like, the mom fucking with her. She made, like, fucking 100 snow angels around the house. Mm-hmm. Which would be terrifying, like right. a terrifying image. Right, right. Because that'd be like if you go outside into my yard, bro, and there's like yeah, 50 like, fucking yeah. snow angels. It's like, like who the, the fuck? fuck did that? Who has that time right. <laughs> to go do that? <laughs> and um, so after this, Grace is lying down in her bed at night, and she's kind of eyeballing the gun safe. So she finally takes out the revolver, and uh, now she's walking around the house at night with the flashlight. And she's starting to, like, hear the voice of her dad saying repent and all that religious shit as she's walking around. And uh, she walks back upstairs and hears, like, a piano organ. And I'm not sure if it's, like, real or not. Like, if she's hearing it in her head or if that's just, like, what they put in for the movie. Right. And she goes into the kids' room. And she again sees both of them lying down with, like, shrouds over, you know, their top half of their bodies. She pulls the shroud back, and she sees Aiden looks like he's dead with tape over his mouth, and it says sin on it. 
and kind of like in a flash, now it's daytime, and Grace is just standing over Aiden's bed in like a trance, like state, holding the revolver. And the two kids wake up, and they're trying to like snap her out of it, shaking her. And she, like, accidentally shoves Mia or some shit, right? Yeah. And she, and she has makes, like, little, like, her eye bleed. Yeah, she has, like, a little... I can't remember if it was up here or down here, but, yeah, she's bleeding. Which, and my thought was, like, oh, fuck, the dad's gonna come home and be pissed. Something. <clears throat> and so uh, she goes downstairs again, and she sees that the clock's been changed to January 9th once again. And at this point, she's like, all right, we're getting the fuck out of this house. So she starts packing up. And she's telling the kids, like, all right, we're going to the nearest town. And Aiden's like, yo, we don't even have jackets. We're not going anywhere. So Grace is like, all right, well, I'm going alone then. And then she decides to fucking take a trek across this, like, winter wonderland into pretty much nowhere. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's the move. It's definitely not the move. I was with Aiden on that one. I was like, no, fuck that. I was like, if she's leaving, I would have locked the door. Like, if I had that hatred, I'd be, like, locking the door. I guess there was no food. But my thought was, like, if there was food there, I'd be like, fuck it. I mean, I'm in a house. I'm chilling. Like Got rid of the Wicked Witch of the West. Dad's only supposed to be gone for, like, two days. Yeah, screw it. Dad's coming back soon. Fuck it. I'm going to chill here, watch cartoons if I can. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Grace leaves without a jacket. She just has herself wrapped up in a fucking blanket. And uh, so as she's walking through this, like, she walks through a fucking blizzard. It just happens to snow Mm -hmm. even more that day. And she stumbles onto a house that looks like a cross shape. Yeah, it's like a cross shape. But it's really strange. Like, I've never seen anything that looks like that. Like, it almost looks like a lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Like a light, because the top part has, like, a little something going on. Like, mm-hmm. a, was it a, I don't know if it was windows or a porch or what. I don't know. It just It's a weird looking house. Mm-hmm. And you can see the silhouette of a person in a window downstairs, right? And that was her dad. It was supposed to be the preacher? Yeah, the preacher, yeah. And uh, she tries to be let into the house. It doesn't open. Right. Now, if I'm her and I'm in that situation, I feel like it's life or death and it's justified to break a fucking window to get in that house. For sure. For like, sure. you're just wearing a blanket in the middle of a fucking blizzard, yo. In and the e- middle of nowhere. And even if you I, even if you do see the dude who was, like, your cult leader, right? You're still cold. It's like, fuck it, dude. Hey, bro, I know we had our differences, <laughs> but let me in. Like, you might be a ghost dog, but ghosts get cold, too. Yeah. Have a fucking heart. Yeah, come on. So, but instead she doesn't. She just kind of goes behind the house and she's leaning on the wall. She pulls out a water bottle. The water bottle's frozen because, of course. And uh, she keeps on walking and she sees footprints. So she's like, oh shit, I should follow these footprints. And of course, they're her own footprints and she walked all the way back to the lodge. So that served no purpose. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just a random little. <clears throat> It was kind of just a random scene just to fill some time, I feel. Mm-hmm. Were, you the one really... were you the one who said that there was some unnecessary shit in this movie? Or was yeah, it no, it was me. And I think that was kind of it because it really wasn't misleading us. The only thing is it was like was the only misleading or like the confusion, which I guess maybe it wasn't unnecessary because it's kind of also throwing us the the confusion of, okay, are she being haunted by the cult? Is she being haunted by the the real mom? Is she hallucinating without her pills? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know. You get, and you kind of know all three in the beginning. You're like, look, is it something with the cult? Is it the mom? Do the mom and cult connect? Or, 
like you already we already know by the, by now like is she just like without her pills does she just hallucinate and go crazy you know what i mean yeah and i would argue the point of the scene also you could say is um you've seen the blair witch project right yeah so the fact that she walks in a circle is kind of a show maybe she's stuck in a loop mm-hmm. i mean of course we find out she's not actually stuck in a loop she just doesn't know how to walk in a straight fucking line yeah <laughs> but I mean, I, that could be another thing that that illustrates is like, oh, they're stuck in this place. That's right. why she walked in a circle. Yeah, and that's kind of how you feel. Like you said, like, like I said, the tone of this, it's like you really do feel like you're in the twilight zone. Like you feel so stuck in this cabin. You know what I mean? You feel so like there's no. First off, you're in the most awkward, uncomfortable situation. Shit's going south. You know what I mean? And and it's it's just like it's just a really uncomfortable situation. You're just stuck, and that's how this movie makes you feel mm-hmm. from the get go. So she gets back to the lodge, and as she's going inside, she sees something sticking out of the snow. And uh, at first, I thought she had found uh, their belongings, but it wasn't. <clears throat> She she kind of ignores it and goes inside, but Aiden approaches her with whatever she found, and it's a picture frame that says, in loving memory of, and it has a picture of Aiden and uh, Mia in it, right? Mm-hmm. So he's asking her, he's like, yo, are we dead? At this point, I was really like, dude, they're dead. They're fucking dead. Because I was like, there's, I was like, when I thought, I was like, she's just the only one hallucinating and she's just going crazy. But now that I'm thinking, I'm like, no, 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 no. She, they're dead and they're stuck in some kind of purgatory. And maybe the people in that cult were stuck in the purgatory. And that's why she keeps seeing, like, the, uh, you know, the dad and shit like that. And the yeah. snow angels, right? Oh, okay. That would make sense. So she's seeing, like, people from the cult also in purgatory. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I thought. That's what I was thinking. That makes sense. And uh, did you notice that after she got back, she's like, um,. She's trying to warm up, right? So she's like, kind of like grabbing at her knee and like extending her fingers. Oh, yeah, she's yeah, she was going like that. It like, was really I couldn't tell. Me. I couldn't tell if she was scratching herself or trying to like stretch her fingers out. You know, I couldn't tell either. It felt like she was like hitting her knee, and I was like, God, that seems like that hurts. Like she was like pushing on her knee. But then again, like you know, if you were just like in the middle of the fucking of a blizzard for like a day. Right. Probably. Yeah, your hands are probably all coiled up. And You're trying to get some moving. fucking blood flowing and shit. Yeah. So I couldn't tell though, but I think that was another one of them things. Like it's up to your perspective, a perception of what right, you're thinking. Right. And uh, <clears throat> so the next shot is of the dollhouse, and now the dollhouse has one of the dolls is like hanging at the top of it, right. like it's got a fucking noose around its neck. It's very random, but I mean, it's pretty obvious to see what that means. Mm-hmm. So, do, do, do. Uh, the voice of Grace's dad is again heard in the lodge asking for others to repent. Because after this, Grace uh, fucking she pulls the cross out from wherever she had taken it down and she hangs it back up. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if that's supposed to show that she's kind of like inching back in towards like her religious beliefs, you know? Right. She's kind of like, because I think at this point when she saw the unloving memory, it, it, she, it, it's weird because she still doesn't like, it, it. she just shakes it off. 
Like, even though there's a clear fucking picture of the kids and it says in loving memory, <clears throat> she's still like, oh, I don't know what it means, Aiden. He's like, are we dead? But I think somewhere in the back of her head, she's like, oh, fuck, are we? So she's got, like, a really strong foundation that she's like, no, no, this religious stuff is all bullshit. It's not like how my dad told me growing up. Right, But right. once he pulls out the picture, there's some cracks. Mm-hmm. When she sees the in loving memory of, mm-hmm. I think that foundation starts to kind of shake a little bit. Right. And that's why she puts the cross up. She's like, okay, this this won't hurt to put up at least, mm. you know? This isn't right. a big She's deal. Back to her roots. She's slowly getting there. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, do So Grace is, like, kind of starting to freak out because she goes outside of the lodge and she, like, cries on the steps or some shit. And uh, she returns to the inside and she sees me and Aiden on their knees, like, praying in the living room. And they're kneeling over, like, an obituary paper that has all three of their pictures in it that says they're dead. And uh, Aiden just starts fucking, uh, (laughs) this dude starts going ham. He's like, we must repent for our sins. He must forgive us, blah, blah, blah. He goes hardcore on, like, every, like, synonym you can make for the word say sorry. We must repent. We must atone. We must. Right. You need to admit it. You need to admit your... All your wrongdoings, yeah. Everything. He went hard. He's a gangster, man. Aiden's a gangster. And Grace starts to freak out and tells him to shut the fuck up. Word for word, shut the fuck up. Right. And uh, so the kids, like, run away from her, and Grace sets the obituary on fire. And it's at this point that Mia, like, calls out for Grace, like, oh, no, come. Come over here. So Grace goes, and uh, she runs upstairs, and she sees aiden hanging from a fucking noose in the attic it was awesome and he's stiff as fuck so she's like staring at him and then he lifts his head up and he's like you see we must repent (laughs) with like his hands like extended outwards yeah and he's like we can't die we can't die we're in purgatory right Mm Mm-hmm. and so uh grace is obviously i'm pretty sure this is like no actually this still isn't the thing that broke her because she's fucked up by this, and she runs to the portrait of the virgin that's downstairs and starts praying to it. And as she's, you know, praying to this fucking portrait, this camera goes upstairs, and we see a speaker sitting on, like, a windowsill in the attic. And also, you probably didn't notice this, but the harness is on the floor in front of it. I, I noticed. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah. It, well, actually, my buddy, I was like... uh when I saw the speaker, I was like, oh, I, this is when you're like, I know what's happening here. So this is kind of where the movie finally lets you know, like, oh, okay, these kids are fucking with yeah, her. they're just the speaker's fucking with like, uh, The speaker's projecting the preacher's voice. Yeah, so you know that he got it from the from his dad's files or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, but yeah, he's like, oh, no, look at the, ha-. I was like, wait, well, what about the kid hanging? And then he, my buddy goes, oh, no, no, the harness. And I was like, oh, I, okay, the harness. So the next shot is Grace outside, really far from the fucking lodge, crawling on her knees in a circle in the snow. So I take it back. She's fucking lost it at this point. Mm -hmm. This is where she's broken, because now she's going hardcore fucking fanatic type shit. And Aiden's just like, God damn, it feels good to be a gangster. (laughs) So so we finally, we figured it out. the, The twist has happened. We know what's happening now. Right. So the kids were fucking with her. None of this shit was real. No. They were just trying to... Here's the thing, though. Were they trying to drive her to kill herself? I I don't know. 
I I like, don't know what was if their they end were, game. I feel like I feel like he didn't know it was in game, but I feel like maybe it was more of all right. This bitch is, needs to go. Like she just needs to get out of here. So I don't know if they wanted her. He wanted her to die. But the thing is, though, Aiden is kind of a little psycho in this. You know, what I mean, as you, he's like repent, repent. You know what I mean? And then he, you know, him like writing when you know looking at her, getting getting you know, or taking a shower, and then writing mom on it or whatever. Like he does some psycho shit. So maybe he wanted her to kill herself. But what I really got was more of okay, he just wanted her to leave and get away. Like or, I think his thought was like she was gonna be like your fucking kids are crazy. I'm get or I, I gotta get away from you guys or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then again, I don't know because he did hang himself, like pretend to hang himself. So maybe he was trying to get her to pretend to to try to, to kill herself, to kill herself. Yeah, happen. see what would happen. And uh, I don't know. I just thought to me this part was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like this whole rest of the film, right? Yeah. Because these kids, they thought. They wanted to try to, you know, they tried to scare Grace pretty much, right? They were fucking with her head. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we're going to do all this crazy stuff, yeah, you know, to try to take away her pills, everything. We're going to try to push her over the edge. Right. And then when they push her over the fucking edge, bro, it turns out Grace is a bigger savage than fucking half the world put together. Mm-hmm. Because they fucking unleashed the goddamn beast. Mm-hmm. And Grace's Beast is fucking incredible. They didn't know what they were. They were playing with fire. It was definitely they were like, a backfire. They were poking at a fucking bear, and when the bear woke up, the bear did bear shit. Yeah. You know? They were like, fuck. Because Aiden, here's the thing is, like, it's really, in, in my opinion, I think it's really Aiden and Grace are just, are, are really the people at it. Like, I think the little girl and then the dad, they obviously, they have, they have to be there and they add a lot to the story, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's really, like, the two, like I said, the two gangsters, man. Aiden is trying to be like, nah, I'm going to pull this fucking crazy shit, we're going to get her out of here. And then... When she, when, you know, we got Grace, who was like, okay, I was being nice, I was being nice, you know what? You thought you were cool, you thought you were bad, I'm going to show you what bad really is. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. The protagonist, like, I don't know, I don't even know what the protagonist and antagonist is, but, like, well, I guess you'd argue, who, would it be, would it be Aiden or would it be Grace, right? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And it kind of almost, it's almost like the, the lines are blurred. Yeah, and that's something we'll talk about at the end because right. I was thinking about that also. Right. Um, so anyway, so Grace was crawling around the knees in her fucking in the snow in the circle, like literally a little fucking fire pit circle, just dragging her knees in the snow, praying. And the kids are watching her do this, and I think at this point they're they've got to be thinking like, "What the fuck." Because right. it's a crazy fucking image. Because she's like a football field fucking away from the right. house. And um, so after this, Mia sees Grace like walking towards the house and she sees her holding something and she runs away crying. Right. Because Grace found her fucking dog, Grady, frozen to death. Mm -hmm. So she's like cradling this dead dog on the porch, not saying anything, completely zombie mode. And Mia comes outside like, hey, I'm sorry. I accidentally opened the door and it got out. And this is where Mia's like, kind of almost like, I'm out. Like, she breaks right. character. Yeah, she's like, I'm sorry. Like, I really didn't hate you as much as my brother did. Like, she's like, basically. you need to come inside because it's too yeah. cold out here. 
And uh, I think that another thing that this represents is like Grace talked about Grady being like her representation of. I was thinking the same thing. Being past all this shit. So right. now that it's dead, bro, I mean. The the past is awoken. It's come yeah, that, back. That link is there again. Yeah. She, yeah. That that whole thing was, was, was put behind her. Now it's gone. So it's like, okay, so there's nothing to hold back her past, right? Mm hmm. Which, by the way, side note, dude, that little girl, I think, is, like, the best, like, actress in this. Like, the best actor in this. She I think was right so behind good. Grace, bro, because Grace did some fire acting, too. She did. She did. But that little girl, like, God, like, her, I'm so sorry. It's cold. Please come back. It is cold. I was like, God, she, she definitely does good. a good, like, representation of being, like, broken. Right. Yeah. For a little kid to be, I mean, I just thought it was amazing. I was like, wow. Definitely fire acting. I'm sure she's in another shit we gotta look at. 100%. So Mia's begging Grace to come back into the house, and Grace doesn't. And the camera, like, pans over. Do you notice Mia had fucking... I thought she had fish, bro, but they were sea monkeys. Is that what that was? That's what somebody says at one point in the movie. They're fucking sea monkeys. I didn't know that. Because remember when they're talking about... I think the conversation about the dogs. I don't even know what a sea monkey is. I don't either. (laughs) But remember when they're talking about the dogs, Grace is like, because she's fucking with her sea monkeys, like, in the window. She's like, uh-huh. if you take care of your sea monkeys, maybe you know, he'll get you a dog. Oh, yeah. Those are the things that were, like, squiggling up. Okay. Okay. I don't that know makes what the sense. fuck they are either. I don't know either. I don't know either. But, yeah. So, those are dead. I do remember that part, though. So, me and Aiden, like, talk upstairs while Grace is sitting outside, and they say, all right, we got to stop now, I guess. They don't seem like they're too, like, uh, concerned. Like, they think, like, oh, it's still a game. So they go down in the basement. There's, like, a secret crawl space where they stashed away all of, like, their belongings. Mm-hmm. And it reveals that's where they hit all the stuff. And uh, they get Grace's pills. And the kids go outside wearing their jackets now. And they put Grace's jacket around her. And uh, they admit that, you know, they were just fucking with her. But Grace is, like, she's not hearing none of it. And uh, all Grace says is, we're all sinners on earth. May the Lord forgive us so we can be welcome into the kingdom of heaven. And then she starts reciting the Our Father prayer. And uh, the kids kind of just ignore this. And Aiden tries to go and turn on the generator, but he can't get it to turn on because it's been off for too long, I'm assuming. And uh, he asks for Mia's phone. She says that it's dead because she was talking with her dad too much. So she was talking to her dad at that one part of the movie. Okay. I didn't I didn't catch that, but okay. And uh, the next shot is Grace still outside. And uh, I was just kind of doing some math based on, like, how the sun goes up and down. This bitch was sitting on that front porch for two days with no jacket. Really? Yeah, because the sun goes down overnight one night. And, like, it's into the next day now, and she's still God out damn. there. She has some strong European blood. Something, bro. Some yeah. fucking Viking blood. Yeah, ass. some Viking blood, dude. No kidding. Fuck that. And the kids are talking inside again, looking at her, and Mia's like, maybe we should give her another sleeping pill. So, bam, right there, there's another admission that Aiden did spike her fucking hot chocolate that first night. Right. And uh, they hear a noise, down- a noise downstairs, and when they both go downstairs... This is a, one of my favorite scenes when uh, Grace is standing over like a fire, the fireplace, and she has like a hot log on the floor, mm-hmm. and she's fucking kneeling onto the log. I thought it was her dog for a minute. 
No, I'm pretty. Yeah, I don't it think wasn't. It I don't wasn't. think she set the dog on fire and I, kneeled on it, bro. I thought it. Well, I thought like in the in the thing was her dog for a minute. I was like, is she burning her fucking dog? But then you find out it wasn't. That's yeah, what I yeah. thought. And uh, yeah, so she's like repenting and saying prayers as she's doing this shit. And the kids at this point are terrified, and they run into the fucking attic and they're like hiding under a blanket. And um, I feel no sympathy at this point. For the kids? None. No. I understand. I understand that. I was, uh, it was kind of almost, I was laughing. I really was laughing because I was like, oh, you guys fucked up. Like, you guys fucked up. You guys wanted her to get back to to her crazy self because they kind of knew she was crazy, right? Yeah. Or they had a gist of it. So they were like, well, and maybe that was their end game was to, and maybe this goes with, maybe they wanted to show her, the, the dad, that she was fucking nuts and only they could see it or she used to. That's be what nuts. I'm assuming is that right. that's what I thought too is like, okay, maybe worst case scenario is they wanted her to kill herself. Right. Best case scenario is they just wanted to reveal like how crazy she was to the dad. Right. Cause like I said, repent, repent. Let me know how fucking crazy you are. And they get, Look, the kids get what they want in reality. <clears throat> Best case scenario. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they did find out they didn't want what they wanted to get. Right. Um, so the next scene is the dad. He goes back to his house, not the lodge, back to his house where he lives. And he, for some reason, I don't know how... This part I thought was unnecessary. Because he, like, goes to look at the dollhouse, and he sees, like, one of the dolls hanging from a noose, all that mm-hmm. shit. And it's like, why would you look at that? Yeah, and it almost seemed like, I guess, was that their plan, and that those they planned it, or they used that as their plan? Or I as guess. just symbolism? This See, this is what I was talking about. I didn't understand why the dad, for one, went all the way back to the house. Right. Well, I mean, we understand why they put it in, because that's supposed to give the dad some urgency to go home. Right. But but he was supposed to go to, like, a work thing, right? Yeah. So I don't know if that was close to the house. I'm guessing it was. But I just felt like this whole scene was unnecessary. And also, for some weird reason, the tone of this scene, I thought I was like – it was – I thought, like, maybe he had some weird thing to do with it. I don't know why. I don't know why I thought this. Maybe I was way off. Obviously, I was, but for some weird reason, when they showed this scene, it misdirected me to think that, like, because he was real, like, I don't know, the way he was acting during it, he was real, like, he had some determination for something. You would think. Um, I didn't get that. Like I said, I think it was just purely to put him, like, on notice that something is off. Right. So, because he leaves, remember, and he's like, he's on the phone, and he's like, guys, I'm going to be there in a couple hours or something. And um, so, yeah, so he heads back home. And uh, after this part, that's when uh, Mia wakes up before Aiden, and she's like, oh, I got to take a leak. Mm-hmm. And Aiden's like, nah, fuck that. Piss in the corner, yo. Don't go downstairs. Yeah, she's going crazy. <laughs> but so Mia does it. She goes downstairs. She gets to take her leak. I thought we were going to see her. There's going to be a scene of her pissing herself. Like, it would have fit for the way this movie was going. Right. But she doesn't. She makes it to the toilet and she pisses. And when she's coming out, that's when she's, like, tippy-toeing fucking back to the attic. But Grace, like, pops out of the shadows behind her, like, stalking her. Right. It's a creepy fucking scene. Because Grace looks fucking unhinged as fuck. Mm And uh, doesn't she just, like, call out her name or something? And Mia screams and runs upstairs. Something like that. 
and uh, they both run. She runs to Aiden, and they're in the corner of the attic. And you see Grace, like, walk up the stairs and turn around. And she has the fucking revolver still, right? Mm-hmm. And um, doesn't she uh, have Mia's doll? Because Mia dropped her doll. Yeah. And she tells, and Grace tells the kids, like, don't you guys understand? You have to repent. You must suffer. Right. And she sets fucking Mia's doll on fire. Yeah, see, and at this point, I was like, okay, now is she fucking with them? You know what I mean? No, I think that's like a legitimate part of her belief. Yeah, right. Well, and that's what we that's what that's what we come come to terms with, right? But like at first, that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe she's that was my thought at this point was like maybe she's trying to fuck with them. And I thought she's like, okay, those kids were were trying to be gangster. I'm gonna be gangster. You know what I mean? But no, that's obviously not what happened. But for I some think reason, she really thought. bought in. Like, cause remember the kids are like pretending to pray and be right. all like religious and shit, right? And yeah. I think she really bought in. Like, like, oh, okay, they know what's up. Right, which is so weird because, like, that means that Aiden, like like we said, Aiden got what he wanted, but that means Aiden really, like, he really struck that nerve. He really got her back to her senses, you know what I mean? Bro, he did some hardcore fucking method acting, and he got into the mind of what a religious fanatic would be like. Right, and he, he really, like, went back and, 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 yeah, like you said, like, just struck back to where she was and put her back in her, put her, back in her element, her true element, right? Mm-hmm. And it's almost like everything went perfectly planned for him, which was so odd to me. Cause I, cause that's why I really thought I was like, dude, there's no way that this 14 year old boy was gonna manipulate this girl, this woman, and make her go back to her roots of of being nuts. Uh, you know what I mean? It was definitely some like next level shit. Yeah, a hundred percent. I like, was like, was dude, there's some, no he way. He was on some Jared Leto method acting type shit. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But no, so like he set Grace sets Mia's doll on fire. And I think they snatch it from her and put it out. And uh, she starts to pick up the fucking revolver. And she's, like, about to point it at the kids. And they're telling her, like, no, stop. But as that happens, the dad pulls up to the lodge. And uh, as he goes into the house, he sees that uh, Grace put Grady in his fucking dog bed. But, I mean, he's obviously frozen and dead. Mm -hmm. So he sees that, and he's like, oh, shit. And he runs upstairs, and he sees Grace coming down from the attic with the kids behind her. So everybody's okay. And uh, da, da, doesn't at this point, she's kind of, uh, the dad's kind of, like, slowly walking up to her, telling her to calm down. Mm-hmm. And she's telling him, like, no, it's not how this works. We're all dead. Watch. Puts the revolver to her head, pulls the trigger, nothing. Mm-hmm. Wait. Uh, doesn't she say like we gotta we gotta repent for like we did we did something wrong? Her first words are "God is punishing us." Yeah, God is punishing us. So, what did that mean? Like, did in this where I was talking debating with my friend was she talking about? Did she? Do you think like she felt bad for like them messing around and the mom killing herself? Yes. Is that what she's referring to? I think that's what, because remember, her div- the divorce wasn't finalized yet, so she's fucking with the married dude at this point. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I was telling my friend. My friend's like, oh, I can't connect at all. And so I was like, how? I was like, this, this is exactly what she's referencing. At least yeah. that's what I thought. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, so she thought that was their sin. Mm-hmm. And so now she draws the gun towards, you know, the dad. 
and he kind of hold, he grabs onto her hand and he's all like, look, does this feel real? Does this pop fucking shoots him right? It's fucking dumb. Boom. So he falls down the stairs. Kids run up to him, kind of touch his body for a second, you know, upset, obviously. And then they quickly dip the fuck out. And uh, Grace is kind of calling his name, right? I can't remember his name. But she says his name a couple times, like, you can get up now. Like, mm-hmm. if she can't believe that, like, he actually died. All right. But once again, she's pretty still, like, stoic. She doesn't have a whole lot of emotions. And also, at this point, did it not feel like there was many of a chances for this dude to tackle this bitch and take that gun? The uh, the dad? Yeah, like yeah. whenever she would put the gun to her own head. Yeah, 100%. Before she puts the gun towards him. He could have totally just grabbed it and, and yeah, 100%. Maybe he was like a little scared that, uh, you know, what's it called? But hold on, on another note, if she thought she was going to be in purgatory, or if she thought she was still in purgatory, then why would she have killed herself in purgatory to repent for her sins? That wouldn't make any sense. Maybe I'm just thinking too much. Well, because into it. she remember because Aiden showed her that in her mind they can't die. Yeah. So why would he, she even kill the dad in general? Well, because she has to inflict pain. That's the only oh, way to get okay. out is to the just doll. suffer. The doll thing. Okay. You yeah. have to suffer to show the Lord, like, okay, I've suffered. Now I can go to heaven. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, now I get it. Now I'm connecting. That's all assumptions. Right. I don't know for sure, but that's what I would think. Well, no, that makes sense because she burned the doll and was like, "We gotta. This is the only way. Basically, we'll get into heaven." Right. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And uh, so, yeah, so now the kids run outside, and they don't show this, but you hear, like, a car door open. You hear an engine start. You hear tires skidding in the snow. Mm -hmm. And this whole time, Grace is kind of, like, just staring at the dad's body. And then you hear, like, a a crash, like a And then Grace walks outside, and uh, we're... The camera's kind of like following behind Grace's back, and we see her like go towards the car, which is crashed into some snow. And the kids apparently tried to uh, jack the dad's car, but they got it stuck in some deep snow. And uh, isn't the scene like her just standing at the hood of the car with the yeah. kids screaming in the car, like fucking gassing it, trying to get the uh, truck out? Right. But it doesn't work. They end up back inside at the dinner table with their dad's body, like, fucking oh, propped yeah. up. How about this part? And uh, you see the hole in the back of the dad's head where she dome-pieced him. And uh, there's, like, two bowls of something. We don't really, I don't really know what it was. It's a know, bowl like in front a of soupy, each kid. A soupy type deal. Like a... Oh. And uh, Grace gets up from her chair because she's still sitting with her back to, like, the virgin picture or in front of it i can't remember the angles and she gets up and she goes around and uh she has the tape on her mouth with the word sin right Mm -hmm. and she starts putting the tape on the kids' mouth and uh she has the gun in her hand still and that's kind of like one of the last that's the last shot of the movie is the image of the two kids in front of the two plates of food and they all got the sin tape over their mouth and it's a presumed they die. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe she shot him or whatever. Or she poisoned the fucking soup. Right. So those were the two things that I got from that. And that's how the movie ends. So I liked it, bro. I liked it a lot. Like I that. Like these movies. That twist went fucking hard at the end, bro. For sure. For sure. A lot of elements to it, man. A lot of fucking curveballs thrown at you. 
but still able to to process it, you know? And like you were saying, though, I don't think there was any heroes in this movie, bro. There was no protagonist in this film. No. Everyone had, a, like, a douchiness to them. Maybe the little girl was the only cool one. Was the only one, like, she kind of just got dragged a lo- dragged through it, I feel mm-hmm. like. But she was very important to it as well, you know? I think that the cool thing about that is that's realistic. In real life, there is no, like, one perfect person. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has positive qualities. Right. So that was very different in this movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's like back to like when I was talking earlier about the dad. Like, I kind of was like, man, I feel like he's kind of like being a dick but at the same time like you said he's like okay i'm trying to make things go well it seems like he has good intentions but he's not he's not like he said no one's a perfect person so he keeps screwing it up right Mm -hmm. and it's really not in his control right and grace she can't help how she was raised or whatever so she's crazy because uh, you know uh, of her background and then the kids you probably hate the kid. <laughs> you hate the well, kids. Well, no, I mean the kids are obviously <laughs> fucked up because their mom. Right, their mom died. So. Yeah, for sure. So everybody has a reason for what they do. Right. And Grace has a reason to be nutty. The kids have a reason to be assholes. The dad, he's just disconnected. Very so, disconnected. It's just a perfect storm for why you know what happens ends up happening. Right. Uh, but in terms of like actually being a horror movie, there's not a whole lot of like horror scenes in this. No, I realized that when we were talking. It seems when you watch it though, you're like, this is freaky because it's f- it's freaky because it's fucking up your mind the whole time, right? It's very atmosphere heavy. You need the actual visualization and the sound of everything to really take it all in, right? But yeah, as a horror, it's really it's 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 very much. Uh, like Hereditary, but it's more like I think it was kind of more like that. What's that other movie that same person directed? Midsummer. Midsummer, yeah. Similar. Well, even those though, but those have a payoff where like because those do like a switch. Like it's a lot of build up and a lot of looking for shit, mm-hmm. but they also have those like hardcore fucking graphic moments. Right. Yeah. It's very true. There. Yeah. Whereas this one, not so much. Yeah. There's no graphic moments. There's there's just things that there's shock there's shock yeah they like like the mom killing herself the boy hanging the fucking dog dead the yeah uh, the scene where grace kneels on the logs yeah but like even the angels were a little bit of a shock too Mm because you're like whoa wait okay what the fuck's going on so like i said so this is a definitely a slower burning movie but nonetheless i think it's still well done yeah all right, so like I think a lot of complaints that I read about this and like the reviews and stuff was that, um, like like we were saying, who do you root for? There's no central protagonist, and a lot of people registered also like by the time that the flip at the end happens and Grace starts fucking with the kids, it's really hard to feel bad for the kids because they get kind of painted in this like really asshole way throughout the movie in the middle. Mm-hmm. Or was that just me? Because me, bro, like, I was anti-kids. Like, the second they snatched her hat, that scene in particular is when I was, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I hate you. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I don't like. I never. You know, it's weird. I never felt bad for the kids, but I never felt bad for grace at the same time and maybe that's just the situation i haven't had that that was something we talked about like during that part you know your whole thing being you know having a shitty step parent versus you know being a step parent right Right. different perspectives right so i don't know i so did you feel bad for grace i did really yeah i did because like i said from my perspective right it's like what did she do wrong right she never really did anything wrong, bro. All the way up until, you know, when she, even when she goes into psycho, like, religion mode, she's still like, well, I mean, they kind of drove her to this part. Right. Like, it's not like she actually got to this point on her own. She is, she is trying to do everything she can to keep it together, right? She has her pills. She has her dog. She's trying to cope. But they slowly chipped away at, like, all them things that were holding our reality together. Right. And I wonder if it's, like, in, 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 clearly she had that guilt the whole time of, man, I'm kind of the reason why their mom's dead. And they know that. And I know that. Right? And that's, like, the, that's, like, the real big tension through the whole movie is it's almost, like, how do you, you know... Even if it's not her fault or not, it's still that like she's still technically the reason. She's a factor in it, right? Right. But no. So <clears throat> if we were to, so if you were to rate the movie, what do you give it? One to six. One to six. I give it a. I give it a. I want to say four or five. I'd probably give it a five. Maybe if. I give it a five. I give it a five. Hmm. I was going to give it a four, but I would go four because I like the story, but in terms of actually like what I'm into, I like to be visually see something. Didn't give us a lot visually. I'm okay. I'll probably, I'm going to pull back then. I'm going to pull back and give it a four because I'm into stuff like this, but, and it was a good, but like when I watch it, I say it's a good movie, not a great movie. Right. You know what I mean? When I see a movie, it's like, ah, oh, that was a great movie. That was an awesome movie. It wasn't, it was, it was a, it was a really, really, really good movie. It was awesome, but it wasn't like fantastic. It was definitely slow. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, don't get me wrong. Like you said, I like this, uh, I like the flow of it. I appreciate it, the flow of it. It kept me entertained, but I could see why some people wouldn't fuck with this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 100%. If you don't have the attention span for it, it's not going to happen. But there is an art to that, right? And I think I think they did do a really good job. Like, I think it could pull people in who don't – who can't have that attention span. I definitely think this is a movie that could do that. Some are better than others. And, and another thing is, though, this is a very rare film to do. You know, this They don't make these – a lot. That's why I really appreciate them because I could just watch a, a a goofy horror movie. Like a like when I say goofy like a like a you know something that just comes out almost every year like typical like a slasher slasher or something, a zombie with, movie with a lot of comic relief and a lot of you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the lodge, man. So I want to thank Alex for being here. Thank Luke, you, you want to go ahead and plug all your stuff? Thank you. Uh, so the Lucas Shirley show still just on YouTube. Um, new clip came out about Tyreek Hill. It's a good story, so don't worry if you're a big Chiefs fans. 
check it out um it's a great story it's awesome please like share comment you know give me feedback tell me how you like it i feel like we're doing this a lot man you know Do- what i'm saying doing what like this podcast oh yeah i'm doing it so much i love it i know it's like, awesome like specifically this one like this is like your third time being on in yeah. like a week and a half or something yeah, i don't mind it i love being here it's awesome no i know it's fun man but it yeah. feels crazy because i'm like i feel like we just did this yeah i just as soon as i was like, like go ahead this. yeah a hundred percent but no yeah so uh also check out the uh youtube page that taco podcast we have uh reaction videos up other podcasts facebook instagram uh with that being said thank you guys for watching this is that taco podcast